Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.33. And Supertramp with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today with periods of light rain, some areas of patchy fog. You might want to be careful driving out there for a little bit. High of 49. Tonight, the rain continues and will get heavier overnight with a low of 35. Tomorrow, cloudy periods rain early with a high of 38. It's 38 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you're going to be looking at the, the uh, podcast later today, you should know it's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. they got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. There's a possibility that Marty Caproni will be joining us today. Something about a comedy show and dinner and 20 bucks. Also, it's a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll give you a whole big bunch of Thunderbird stuff just by listening to the show and code word Alexa. The next code word for you to win an Amazon Echo Pop. That's coming up around 7.50 this morning. It's 5.34 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Classic Rock, it's 5.50 and ACDC on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be uh, nice today. Uh, sunny, I believe. Uh, and a high, Actually, yeah, mix of sun and clouds with a high of 50. Tomorrow, uh, rain and snow again with a high of 39. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. I missed it. You want me to do it here? No, no, no. Hang uh, okay, on. Okay, hang okay, on. Hang on. I, think it's, uh, no I rush. think it's somewhere in here. You can do it. Why is this not here? Uh up, down. Uh, you got it over there? Yeah, no, right, I, I, I was ready for let's, you. Let's just do it. Okay. Thank you. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. You so know, sometimes uh, people ask me, do you guys script what you guys talk about? No. Yeah, no, we absolutely worked that one out to have the delayed opening for Hollywood Trash. Is that what it was? A delayed opening? No, we oh. haven't gotten to Kim Kardashian yet. Oh, yeah, yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Sofia Vergara admits that, quote, My giant boobs and my body opened doors for me. They were my passport to the world. I'd open doors for her. But she's still here because, uh, quote, Demonstrated that I can stay. Who is that? That's a Sofia Vergara. Uncanny. Poorly done. What Poorly. are you talking about? Yeah, it's horrible. Had I not known or been paying attention, I would have known. Uh, Kevin Spacey is slowly trying to reintegrate himself into society, but his next step is an appearance at an event that might be a little too on the nose. An arraignment? Well, sort of. He's appearing next month at a horror convention called Mad Monster Party in Concord, North Carolina. He'll spend the uh, weekend of February 16th through the 18th signing autographs and posing for photos and potentially getting the stink eye from convention goers. Hey, you know, uh, work is work. If anybody knows about the stink guy, it's Kevin Spacey. Yes, he knows a thing or two about the stink guy. He'll be joined by Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, John Schneider, and Tom Wopat. What, what, what? From the Dukes. Has he, uh, Both Dukes? I thought John Schneider had a little uh, he had a little mishap a couple of months ago where people were like, uh, why don't you just... Stick to the Dukes of Hazard lines and stay with that. Yeah, I think I forgot what it, it may have been something political or something. Uh, and that uh, buff, oiled up saxophone player from the Lost Boys. I don't know who that is. Oh, 
man, it's gonna be a that's a that's a hell of an event. Kevin was in uh, Seven, which is a bona fide horror flick, but even these shows that call themselves horror cons will take pretty much any celebrity these days. He's been in a couple other uh, frightening tough spots. The Mad Monster people said, "quote Kevin Spacey is one of the most sought after actors in the celebrity appearance space. We couldn't be more excited to be the first to bring him to a show." And Kevin added, "Amongst the many things that I've learned the past handful of years is how much my fans care about me." Yeah, and that, how many don't? That's until you get a, a Pepsi Zero to the face at, at uh, HorrorCon. <laughs> he goes, I know I can't thank each one of them individually, but this is a great step towards doing just that. Well, I guess everybody still has fans. Right? Well, I'm sure he would still thank some individually <laughs> in his hotel room uh, illegally. John Stewart is returning to The Daily Show to host Monday nights through this year's presidential election. He'll start on February 12th. As for the remainder of the week, it'll be hosted by a team of correspondents. Uh, an executive says, quote, John Stewart is the voice of our generation. You're six months apart. Nevertheless. Uh, and we're honored to have him return to help us all make uh, sense of this insanity and division uh, roiling the country as we enter the election season. In our age of staggering hypocrisy and performative politics, John is the perfect person to puncture the empty rhetoric and provide much-needed clarity and brilliant wit. Uh, John was the host for 16 years from 1999 until 2015 when Trevor Noah took over. And that's when people stopped watching the show. Well, maybe that's why they want him back, so people start watching the show again. Oh, I'm, sh I'm sure that's been talked about for a couple of years. I mean, to come on one day a week, that's not a bad gig. No, it's a great gig for yeah. John Stewart, but right. I think most fans would appreciate every night. Uh, Van Halen has been gone for years, and yet somehow the dysfunction will not die. Now David Lee Roth is attacking Wolfgang Van Halen. Why? <clears throat> Dave posted a YouTube video griping about how Wolfgang, whom he repeatedly refers to as, quote, this effing kid, treated him on the last Van Halen tour. According to Dave, Wolfie spent the tour complaining that Dave wasn't paying enough attention to him. Also, at two different shows, he had women thrown out that Dave had invited. Dave says Wolfie thought they were girlfriends, but they were actually uh, tour accountants. Hmm. The video starts with Dave interviewing Jesus Christ, who says, uh, quote, Bro, I just want people to know I got this job because of my talent. I would have had this job anyway, even if Dad wasn't God. Ooh. Okay, Dave. It's not clear why Dave has an axe to grind here, but in 2022, Wolfgang complained that a proposed Van Halen tribute tour fell apart because some people were too difficult to work with. Like him. Yeah. Everyone naturally assumed that some people were David Lee Roth, like you just said. But I bet you Wolfgang was probably hanging out with his dad many, many times and says, watch out for that guy. That's the guy that nobody wants to hang out with. And dad and his uncle and his uh, brother said, yeah, don't worry. We know. Yeah, don't worry, Dad. I'll take. I'll make sure that uh, he, he. I'll make sure I continue your gripe against him from the afterlife. If you've ever spent time talking with uh, David Lee Roth or yeah. in the same room with David Lee Roth, like yeah. in a non-performance type of situation, yeah, you can see why so many people really dislike David Lee Roth on an individual level. Well, he sounds like an arrogant jerk. Oh, he's a big arrogant jerk. Yeah, yeah. You think he'd be a little more thankful for your fame and your... He'll thank you if the accolades yeah. are big enough. Uh, Travis Kelsey threw up heart hands after scoring his first touchdown against the Buffalo Bills last weekend, and contrary to popular belief, they were not for his girlfriend Taylor Swift. They were for angry Bills fans. 
Okay. He told his brother Jason on the New Heights podcast that the Bills Mafia were disrespectful and rowdy to the Chiefs before the game. Travis says, quote, some things were said about the families, some pretty inappropriate things were said about Patrick Mahomes. It was pretty whack. I don't hate you guys like you hate us. It's all love, baby. It's all love. The uh, Chiefs beat the Bills 27-24. to They'll go on to the Baltimore Ravens on uh, on Sunday, which they will lose and then uh, be matched up against the San Francisco 49ers because the NFL is scripted. Remember? Oh, for crying out loud. You know what? We'll get into that a little bit later because uh, Aaron Rodgers has something to say about that. Oh, that'll be a good endorsement. That's the first time I'll ever actually agree with Aaron Rodgers, but we'll, uh, we'll get to it. We'll <laughs> definitely get to it. The Coachella Festival is experiencing the slowest ticket sales in 10 years. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Passes are still available for both weekends, uh, when in previous years it sells out in like minutes. It sells out faster than that Applebee's date night pass that we were talking about the other day. And, well, that's more valuable. And Kim Kardashian is getting some flack for flaunting her tanning bed after her sister was diagnosed with melanoma. Really? Yeah. She just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a tan was when Ray J made me look like a Long Island cheesesteak with an Oompa Loompa wrinkle in that sex tape you can purchase on Uport for thirty nine ninety five. <laughs> Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once had a mouthgasm. Okay. Uh, a little bit of the two-finger squish mitten. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is we settled down with a hostess cluster buck. What is that? Two Twinkies, two snowballs, and a ding-dong. <laughs> you know you've had it. You know you've had it. And that is your Hollywood trash. I'm rock what I do. Ah! Come get away. New Springfield's classic rock. It's just about 612 in Kansas. With Bax and Nangle on Rock 102. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds eventually today with a high of 50. Tomorrow, uh, mix of rain and snow with a high of 39. It's 40 right now in downtown Springfield. There is a uh, traffic alert. Road hug. Uh, There's something going on at the X. Uh, You said you saw that there was a manhole fire underground. uh, But the X is blocked off completely. So I couldn't get through. I had to wiggle my way down through those one-way streets to get here. You ever have a burning manhole? I've had a burning manhole on many different occasions, but a little bit of uh, uh, antibiotics, you'll be all set in a couple of days. It's not easy to drive that way. No, no, not at all. But um, I'm trying to to pull this article. I mean, in fact, it's really uncomfortable to be driving like that. It is. It is pretty uncomfortable. Uh, you know, just to, to add to my little conspiracy theory here that the NFL is scripted. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, the great Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. The, I, I'm so, did great, you just say the great Aaron Rodgers? Yes, I did. Yes, I did, because now I got somebody on my side, at least. Right. <laughs> you know, whether or not you're a scumbag, yeah, well, I, I'll I mean, take you on my side. And he's never scumbag. been prone to wild conspiracies before. No, no, no. Those who subscribe to the NFL script conspiracy have even more ammo now, thanks to something Aaron Rodgers pointed out while on the Pat McAfee show. I thought he, wait a minute, wasn't he kicked off that show? Um, I think he was kicked off from being on there like every other day or every day. Okay, well that scaling back a little bit on the Aaron Rodgers. That changes the whole thing of him. He's never coming on my show again. Until we realize there's a contractual obligation and he has to be. Yeah, and and and. and my time at ESPN just hangs in the balance. Uh, Rodgers threw out the idea that the NFL might be hinting at the Super Bowl teams with the logos over the last few years. On Tuesday, Rodgers said he is eager to see the Super Bowl, uh, what is it, 59? Uh, 58, I think. No, no, 
but he's he's talking about next year. So it'll oh, be 59, yes, fifty nine. Right? Yes, for next season, and he hopes it features green as one of the main colors, as in like the Green Bay Packers or the Jets. Please, yeah, that's not uh, going to happen. If the Super Bowl is Baltimore and San Fran, then I'll tell you what: the Super Bowl fifty nine emblem better have jet green on it. McAfee looked uh, befuddled by the comment, and Rodgers replied with some specific instructions. Just look at the colors, Rodgers. Look at the colors. In each of the last two Super Bowls, the colors in the logo have matched the main colors of the AFC and NFC championship, uh, champions. The Super Bowl, uh, what is this, uh, 50? I can't, I don't, just put the damn numbers in. I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and decipher Roman numerals. Just say the, super, just say the next Super Bowl. Whatever this one is, 56 logo used orange and yellow and the Los Angeles Rams defeated the Cincinnati uh, Bengals to finish that season. A year later, uh, whatever that other logo was, was green and red. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, topped the Philadelphia Eagles in that one. Just say LVII. Okay, I will do that. I, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do that from now on. I'm just going to. I mean, do you know your Roman numerals? I do know the Roman numerals, but when they're bunched together like that, it yeah. takes me a couple of minutes to figure it out. Right. Well, it's 10, 50, you know, whatever. It's a very simple process. It's I, 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 V, 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 I, V, I, I, V, I, I, V, I, I, V, X, I, X, And over in Westfield, four is four I's, even though it's really not. Yes. Yeah. Now people have their antenna up when it comes to the Super Bowl logo. The uh, colors in this one are red and purple, and two of the big favorites to win their respective conference just happen to be the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. CBS Sports even outlined some of the most likely matchups based on this year's colors. Of course, there is still a long way to go before these two teams meet in Las Vegas. If they do, fans in New York will be anxious to see a tinge of green in there next year. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah? What yeah. do you think? What I, I think, think Aaron Rodgers is on to something. I think what that uh, Aaron Rodgers needs is a little theme song. That's what I think. A little something. Just oh, to kind what of, are you uh, talking about? Just to kind of show where he's coming from, outside the you street he's on in this thing. They played this in Field of Dreams when Kevin Costner was uh, talking about the people showing up. Here's Paxi Klein. Crazy. I'm Anyway. And, and look what happened to him. The baseball players eventually showed up to the field. If he built it, they will come. And they came. Are you aware that's a fictional story uh, that's basically uh, not about reality? So is the NFL. You know, it's possible, and we talked about this yesterday or the day before. I don't even know when we talked about it. That uh, the artists, the graphic artists that have put this thing together have... uh, a number of different versions of varying colors depending on who's playing. Then why don't they uh, just stick with the one? Because the logos, they already released the logo. Maybe that's just one that they released. Maybe there's others yet to go. Yeah, because now everybody's catching on. So the NFL is going to be like, we have to change this whole thing. Some guy said to me the other day, you know, we were talking about, uh, about the, the, remember the thing that popped up on somebody's TV that said what who the music artists were going to be performing at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Plus, between the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Right? I, I, again, I think these graphics have been made ahead of time. Hey, hear me out. As a, as a, uh, as a time-saving exercise. So then some guy writes in after that, all mad, and says, Oh, is that so? Why don't you just bet your entire life savings in your house on one of those teams? And I said, because, because that's when they know that you know, so then they change the outcome of the game. Doesn't anybody know what's going on? Crazy.
Yeah, you know, maybe you are onto something, Steve. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, it almost sounds uh, so plausible. It couldn't be anything else. And those F-16s that fly over the stadium, they're releasing chemtrails uh-huh. that are making everybody believe right. that the NFL isn't culpable for this. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you think uh, Elvis is actually dead? No, he is not. Matter of fact, I had lunch with him last week down at a coffee shop in Tampa. Yeah. Who'd you learn that from? The uh, the dead version of Paul McCartney? He's not dead. You Never died. I don't know where the... I know it sounds like I buried Paul, but it's not really that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm sure those files are probably at Area 51 somewhere. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, you're playing a repeat? Uh, no, I was not going to play Walking walk After, after Midnight. midnight? What, nope. is it? what is this, Patsy Cline hour? <laughs> the Bobby Bone Show? No, is I, that please. Over here? Please, let's not get crazy here. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I listen, I'm, I'm not saying it's true. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. There is a uh, belief that uh, those who are falling into the trap of believing conspiracy theories are only doing so because they lack the brain power to understand the reality of life oh that's now you now you see this is this is what they do you this is what they do they tell uh-huh. me that i'm dumb yeah because i'm not thinking straight uh-huh but you know what what that's their plan is their plan it? is to say you know you're wrong and you're dumb because you don't have an education it doesn't help. No, I have plenty of education. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, I. You certainly you're do. You're telling me I don't have an. You're insulting Westfield State University. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm really just because yeah. there's lots of very intelligent people to come out of Westfield State. Where, where are they? They're not. They're, they're not one of one of me. Well, my wife went to Westfield State. She turned out all right. Yes, but she actually went for a career that requires you to use your brains. Exactly. I went for radio broadcasting. <laughs> Where no such requirement yeah, exists. Like, yeah, go here. Here, Here's your turkey leg. Go sit in the corner, you sloth. <laughs> <laughs> it's 620 with Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Porter and Chester. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 627 and Skinner with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's, he's the expert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. Actually, I probably should uh, probably make sure it's uh, available, ready to go. Oh yes, now it is. Hey, uh, tomorrow night it's Free Music Friday. It's back at MGM Springfield. They got a great lineup of bands coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, tomorrow night, the first one, Blushing Brides, the original tribute to the Rolling Stones, will be performing. I was reading up on them. Uh, yeah. They were like they literally like the first Rolling Stones tribute band in the world, and they've been together since 1979. Yeah, and uh, they're awesome. So it's going to be a great night tomorrow night. I'll be there uh, starting at 7 o'clock, uh, and the Rock 102 and the Row Crew will be there until 9 at the Aria Ballroom at MGM. It's not going to be outside. It's indoors. Uh, but I got to tell you, uh, that room is a great place to see a show. So I hope to see you out there tomorrow night at uh, Free Music Friday at MGM Springfield. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to be a – I love that concert series. I love it's a real cool one. It's cool when it's something to do when the weather's like this. Yeah. It's all nasty and icy and bleh. And it's free. Did I tell you that? It's free. You, you don't have to spend money at MGM unless you want to. You can park for free. You can walk in there for free. You mm-hmm. might have to buy a cocktail or two, but uh, whatever. That's that's I mean, to that, be expected. That, that's, the whole, uh, that's the whole thing. Would you like to laugh? Sure. Sure. Me too. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock.
I think what I'm going to do yeah. is uh, we should we should like do do the dirty dirty joke for the podcast, but then do the stupid joke for this show. Oh yeah, you that, would be, that, would, that would be great. Did you hear about the guy who evaporated? No, tell me about the guy who evaporated. He will be missed. Get it? <laughs> M-I-S-T? A, the mist of evaporation. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that beats the other one I wanted to tell, but uh, we'd probably get in trouble for that, and I don't really want to get in trouble. So let's just not do that. But here. Here. Right. But we could do it there. Yeah. 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 Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock. 632 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Noonan Energy. Reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing at Noonan.com. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Police have closed down the X in Springfield's Forest Park neighborhood this morning following an underground electrical unit explosion. A manhole fire. Is your manhole on fire? After it uh, just uh, had an explosion from an electrical unit? Yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. Ugh, I'm feeling a little burning sensation around the X. Sumner Avenue, Belmont Avenue, and Dickinson Street. Oh, yeah, that's what happens is you, you get a burning manhole on Dickinson. Oh, yeah. That's usually a bad, bad situation. Been there, done that, my friend. Uh, it's all right. They're closed for about a block in each direction surrounding the intersection. They must. They were just closing it as I pulled up. When I got yeah. up to, uh, you know, that, that right before you get to the light at the X on Sumner Avenue coming from 91, when you finally get up to the section, yeah, a Springfield police cruiser just just pulled right in front and blocked all the traffic and then just started pointing people down that one-way street. It's it's hard to tell because I'm watching uh, ABC 40 and Matt Price is out there uh, giggling with a, with a camera. But uh, I, uh, the only thing that I can see is actually moving is uh, traffic from... From Dickinson onto the to the the right hand turn to Belmont. Yeah, that appears to be the the only thing. Look at look, look at the perps they're pulling out of the uh, the truck. They got yeah. coneheads. They, they arrested a family of coneheads. They're pulling them out of the back of the cruiser. You know there are people living in those sewers. And then look at this guy. Look at this Matt Price with his little vest on. Yep. He he's, should be out there directing traffic. Like uh, with his reflective vest, so yeah. people don't uh, you know think he's like a walking pylon. Yeah, you know, he looks very official in that uh, in that vest. Yeah, that Matt Price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks. He should be like a, uh, be part of the union. Just you know, sitting around drinking coffee, watching other people work. I can imagine that kid's like, oh boy, they let me get to wear the vest. Look at me, mom. Look, I'm wearing the vest on TV. <sighs> Again, though, um, you never want your manhole burning under any circumstance. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be, you'd be going in all different directions at the X. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a, a, a totally cockeyed point of view of the place. Uh, Springfield Fire Captain Droopy Monty said that Eversource confirmed an underground electrical unit exploded at 3 a.m. When that happened, several manhole, manhole covers became dislodged along the road. Oh, no. My manhole has been dislodged. It's, it's burning, burning, burning. Get me to a doctor immediately. Uh, the 22 News crew could see first responders hovering around at least one manhole <laughs> that has been smoking. These. Man, that is a hot manhole. The smell of gas could also be detected in the air. You know, the, my the, manhole yeah. has the smell of Yeah, I, my manhole is smoking. It has the smell of gas. 
drivers <laughs> eastbound on Sumner Avenue are being turned around at Parkwood and Beaumont. Uh, traffic on Dickinson <laughs> Street had uh, been getting through the intersection initially, but that is now closed as well. All the right. whole thing is closed. You can't go anywhere near there. Thankfully, and, not a lot of people uh, travel through the X on any no. given uh, you know weekday morning. But that's a the smell of the of the natural gas. That's pretty scary. That's oh, a yeah. scary thing, especially after we know what happened with uh, the, the what was the club the the what was the strip club that blew up? Oh, scores. The old, scores, te- the old Teddy Bees. Yeah, the old Teddy Bees. Oh man, oh man, the, we missed that place. You know, my my nostalgia is just uh, is just gone. You know, there's nothing there's nothing around anymore. Yeah, yeah, really. Got, I mean, you, really, where's a where's a man supposed to go to find some good old fashioned entertainment? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, he's asking what time he should be here. Uh, how about as soon as possible? Yeah, how about? ASAP. I'll just write him that. <laughs> See how fast he gets here. Hey, he's going to have a problem at the X, though. He's not going to be able to get through. Does he go through the X? I don't know. Probably. He doesn't need to. Well, he can use that as an excuse if he shows up an hour late. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, two people have now been charged with murder in connection with an August double homicide where two people were found shot in a vehicle on Boston Road. An arrest warrant was issued Tuesday for 27-year-old Julian Rivera and 23-year-old Marcus Johnson, both of Springfield, for the shooting deaths of 31-year-old Abakadir Hussein of Springfield and 31-year-old Amanda Cummings of Agawam. Rivera and Johnson have been held at the Hamden County Correction Center since August 23rd when they were arrested for illegal firearms and drug trafficking charges. Police were called to the intersection of Boston Road and Parker Street on August 12th around 2.35 a.m. for a crash involving a gunshot victim. Hussein was found dead inside the car while Cummings was seriously injured by gunshot wounds. Cummings died of her injuries on August 18th. During the investigation, Springfield police arrested Rivera and Johnson on August 23rd on St. James Avenue after three illegal firearms were seized. A search warrant for a home on Worcester Street later found 75 grams of crack cocaine, more than 340 grams of methamphetamine, and ammunition. Police also arrested 27-year-old Diza Hernandez of Springfield during the uh, search warrant, uh, and they've been charged with a slew of charges. Hernandez was eventually released on a drug and firearms charges after her arrest. She was arrested again in December after police received an arrest warrant and charged her with accessory to murder after the fact, which was connected to the double homicide. Johnson and Rivera are expected to be arraigned later this week. Mm. Chicopee Public Schools have identified a person of interest following two alleged threats to the Chicopee High School and DuPont Middle School on Tuesday. Chicopee police were informed of a rumor circulating social media about a possible threat to the high school on Tuesday afternoon. Police were able to identify the source of the threat, but no one came forward to provide evidence of the actual threat. No charges have been filed at this time. However, during the investigation, police learned of a similar incident at DuPont Middle School. Two juveniles were identified as being involved in the incident, and one of those juveniles will likely face criminal charges. The other, in-school suspension. That's the worst. Yes, I'd much rather be in prison. Yeah, I know. I'd much rather go to the Hamden County uh, House of Corrections. Yeah, or uh, in a juvenile detention center. Juvie. Right? Yes. It's you're going to juvie, man. Again, we don't know the nature of these threats, though, right? No. Chickabee uh, Public Information Office, Travis Ordiorn, Ordiorn, something. May, uh, because it is uh, involving a school, the students and staff, we uh, would always step up patrols in the area. He just goes on to say about how they took care of everybody. I don't really need to read that whole thing, do I? No, you could read it to somebody any, else. And if anyone has any information about the incidents, they're asked to call the Chickabee police. 
Uh, three suspects connected to a shooting in Holyoke that led to the death of a newborn baby were back in court on Wednesday. Kermit Alvarez was arraigned at Hamden County Superior Court in Springfield. Alvarez pled not guilty after he was charged with murder in the October 4th shooting at Dwight and Sargent Streets in Holyoke. In that shooting, a bullet struck a PVTA bus hitting a pregnant woman who was on board. She gave birth in the hospital shortly afterward, but unfortunately the baby did not survive. Police were able to quickly locate two other suspects, but were unable to find Alvarez, who was put on the state's 10 most wanted list. Two other suspects who allegedly helped Alvarez escape, J. Marie Rosado and Jose Galazara Jr., were arraigned in Superior Court on Wednesday and also pled not guilty. Well, at least they caught these yeah. scumbags. A terrible story. Uh, two 19-year-old men were arrested Wednesday following an investigation into a series of explosives found inside mailboxes and outdoor areas in Holland, Munson, Sturbridge, and Brookfield. According to the Department of Fire Services, uh, spokesman Jake Wark, 19-year-old Nathan Asselin of Sturbridge, and 19-year-old Cameron Lamarch of Southbridge were arrested and charged with, uh, with found counts of possession of a destructive device, mm-hmm. placing an explosive device, vandalism, and other charges. Basically, they were putting M80s inside mailboxes and driving away and uh, blowing them up. You know, the uh, the crazy part about this is uh, high schoolers have been doing the same crime for the last 50, 60 years. Yeah. And every high schooler that puts an M80 into a mailbox drives away from that mailbox and laughs and laughs and laughs. But if you've ever owned a mailbox that's been either you know, you know, pulled from the ground or destroyed or hit with baseball bats or blowed up with an M80, mm-hmm. it is the most inconvenient pain in the ass there could be. No, oh, I'm sure it is. Because, you know, I don't like missing out on all of my junk mail. Well, it's all kind of junk mail. Well, there's actually no such thing as junk mail. Keeps coming and coming, coming and coming. And then all of a sudden it's publishers clearing us. Oh, God, the humanity. But uh, I, my brother and I used to do this. Yeah, I know. I, I know and, and I'm he, sure. Now, he was an adult. He's uh-huh. eight years older than me. So when I was like 16, he was 24. Old enough to know not old to Old enough be... to know not to do this. Yeah. He would drive around in his, uh, he had a truck that he labeled the Big Mac Daddy. It was like an old, uh, it was an old Chevy pickup truck that had three on the tree. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Sure. The, 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 uh, the shifter on the, on the column. And uh, he would get every year from his rednecky friends quarter sticks of dynamite, <laughs> which were a little bit bigger than an M80. Yeah, and right. uh, and and we would go out at night around midnight mm-hmm. and randomly go to people's homes and then put the quarter stick of dynamite in the mailbox, light it, and then ipso fatso. We would never be around for the explosion, but we would always drive by the next day to see what had happened. And the laughs oh, just man, kept on it coming. It was just so funny. Yeah. So funny. But you know, if you're a if you're a homeowner and uh homeowner says what? What? Yeah. Oh you got oh, I got you. If you're a homeowner and you've got a, a mailbox and yeah. let's say uh, you put like uh, some bills that may be overdue in your mailbox. Yeah. You put that little flag up to tell the uh, the postman to uh, grab yeah, whatever's whatever inside. It's just paper. and you just blew up the bill. Look. You're not just talking about the inconvenience of having to put in a brand new mailbox, and they don't come cheap. Plus, it's a lot of labor. You have uh, run the risk of actually losing the yeah. very important mail. You know the uh, the more I think about all of that behavior, mm-hmm. the more I go, oh my. God, like what an awful, awful thing 
Yes. That this man was showing me how to do. An adult who should have known better than to destroy the moral fabric yeah. of, a, of, a, of a juvenile. And, and here, here I got, here I got ki- children of my own now who are just about the same age as that ha- had happened to me. I was like, I can't, there's no way. You're not even leaving the house. What are you talking about? You're not even getting out of here. When I was a kid, someone uh, tried to uh, destroy our mailbox mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and uh, they, they, they beat it with baseball bats and then like ripped it out of the ground. Now, I don't know how this happened, but apparently someone in the car, one of these uh, Utes, one of these uh, uh, delinquents, had a conscience mm. and returned the mailbox to us Oh, with an apology note stuffed inside. Oh, you know why? Because his parents probably caught him. That's what I thought, too. Don't bring that back, that back box back to the backs of Dales. I also, write a note and put some cookies in there. I would have put a few bucks inside too, because we had to replace uh, like the the post yeah. and uh, and the box, yeah. and uh, I think it was uh, the post was in with like a, like a thing of concrete. So that was a yeah. that was a mistake on that guy's part. Even though his uh, his conscience got the best of him. Listen, kids, don't mess with the mailboxes. Leave that to the professional snowplowers who will knock it off the thing anyway in the winter time. How about this? Even better. I'll take it a step further, Steve. How about you as a 16, 17-year-old kid? Mm-hmm. Stop playing with quarter sticks of dynamite and M80s. Okay, but do you understand? This is what I was trying to tell you. I had a very bad influence of mm-hmm. an older sibling who was well and old enough to know that this is wrong. Yes. And we could probably go to jail for this. But do one of you geniuses, did either one of you say, no, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Let's not break the law. No, because I was just going along with my old... I wanted to hang you out You could have said no. Friends. I could have said no, but I was uh, too young and too naive. And he had this captivating power over you that left yeah. you... Uh, rendered you useless. Plus, he bought me beer. Oh, so, all right. Okay, know, that's all you had I, to say. I, I, that's all you had to say. Gone of the... I could never imagine buying a kid a beer, like <laughs> alcohol. I was thinking of, I was thinking about that uh, recently. Like, of all the things that we got ourselves into as, yeah. as youth, as like a, you know, we would find people that would buy us booze, like beer, and... I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't even fathom that giving my kid booze. Like I just can't at this in this day and age with. No, I can never do it yeah. either. But but you, not ever, even in this day and age, it's just not right to do. Like you shouldn't be doing. That. But have you ever gone like, into a package store like late at night and there are uh, juveniles around? Yeah. And hey, Mister, would you mind uh, buying us a six pack of Schaefer? Yeah. You know, like you know. You see, piss off, kid. I would, uh, I would love to be approached by somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you go buy us some beer? Because you know they have those undercover stings every once in a while. Sure. You know, I would go in, buy root beer, put it in a brown bag so they couldn't see it, take their money, and be like, "Here you go, kid, run!" You know, and then, uh, and then they, then, then they're halfway down the street before they realize all they oh, got is man. a bunch of sugar. Oh man, A and W, that sucks. Yeah, well, stewards. The hell! It's not even good. It's not even good root beer. This ain't your grandfather's root beer. Oh man, birch beer. I'd rather puke. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. Would, yeah. would that is that illegal? No, no, because you haven't bought them anything illegal. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, what, what's I want to know what the uh, if you went in and you bought are. if you went in there and bought them like a like a like a pack of Trulies. Oh yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about pulling a fast one on and just stealing their money. Is that wrong? 
Because the exchange was, go no. buy me beer, I buy you root beer, it's in a brown bag, you don't know until I'm long gone that I just took your 30 bucks. Yeah, I guess if they weren't specific enough, then sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe, I sh- maybe I shouldn't be... I wouldn't uh, would encourage any of these kids. Talking about anything. Uh, your Pine Air Valley forecast Someday today. it could be your kids, and then we'll see how, how you feel. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, that's... Yeah. Uh, uh, it is uh, going to be uh, rainy uh, for this morning, and then finally mix of sun and clouds with a high of 50. Tomorrow, more rain and snow with a high of 39. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It's 651 with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. Eh, I just gave you the forecast. We don't need to do that again. Yeah, probably not. Um, hey, you know, uh, if you ever listening to the uh, the daily podcast, uh, like you miss a part of the show, but you want to yeah. know what, what the hell happened after 8 o'clock, I... I got to work early and I wasn't able to listen. You go to the podcast, which is brought to you by Marcot Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Uh, Marcot Ford in Holyoke. Uh, and you can listen to it whenever you damn well feel like it. And by the way, while you're at it, make sure you subscribe to it, like it, share it, tell all your friends about it, give them a nice big fat five-star review. That all helps. Same thing with Baxi's musical podcast. Appreciate uh, all the help with that one, too. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and rock102.com. Um, you're a big Costco fan, aren't you? Sure, who isn't? I went there the other day and I got um, uh, Yiddle uh, kit. Oh, I never had that one. Well, they always, uh, it's something like like a, for a quick dinner, they have like those tacos. It's like a street taco mix uh-huh. and they have like the tortillas and the meat and all that other good stuff to go along with it. Well, now it's the same thing, but it's, it's a Yiddle kit. I love those. And uh, obviously it's not as good as like going to get a fresh one from Mykonos or something like that. I'm sure it's not, but in a pinch, yeah. I'm sure it's good. In a pinch, it was actually uh, pretty good. But have you seen this monster yet? Costco is apparently selling a giant chocolate Easter bunny that is two feet tall and almost four and a half pounds. So it's a solid one. Yeah. A mom bought one and posted the footage on TikTok. It's not clear if all Costco's have them, but she claims it's some of the best chocolate she has ever had. I kind of wonder where where the uh, base chocolate company is that does these things. Yeah, because sometimes you know, like you ever have like a like a like a chocolate Easter bunny mm-hmm. one? It's hollow, and the chocolate kind of tastes a little goofy. Yeah, I don't like that. I yeah. like a, like if I'm gonna go and invest in a chocolate Easter bunny, I want it solid and I want a good chocolate. Yeah. That's I, I make that kind of demand. That's what you want. That's right. Uh, some people online have issues with it, of course, and it's not just because Casa's uh, selling it two months before Easter because Easter's on the 31st of March this year. Oh, that's an early one, isn't it? That is early. Yeah. Uh, their biggest problem is it costs $64, <laughs> and it's hollow. Is it? It is hollow? Yeah. But I you're still getting, if it's four and a half pounds, that's Four and a half pounds of chocolate. What's a uh, what's uh, uh, a good good I'd, quality chocolate would be fifteen bucks a pound probably. I'd rather have a one foot chocolate Easter bunny that was solid than yeah. a two foot one that's hollow. I don't know. I mean, if it tastes good for sixty four bucks, I, I I just feel like you're getting jacked every time you get a hollow anything. Uh, the top comment on TikTok is is at that price. Uh, I need it solid chocolate. There's no other way. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely true. No other way. Costco has a way of just uh, making things seem so great, though, don't they? They Yeah, until you get home and you crack it open, you realize this damn thing is hollow. I spent sixty four dollars on for a hollow bunny. Do you do you like uh, do you make these like spontaneous purchases when you go in there when you see something going? Huh. I didn't think I needed this in my life, but now I think I do. 
I used to be uh, uh, tricked into that more often years ago. Yeah. As I'm aging, I find uh, there's actually very little that I need. Uh, now that I'm not like giantly fat anymore, yeah, I can fit into the clothes that they have because the, clo- the clothes sizes never went above double. Or uh, sometimes it would even be hard to find a double X, but it, they never really went beyond XL. Right, and now. Look at me. I can fit in all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Listen, you're, you're head to toe Kirkland. I want to get, yeah, my name is Kirk. <laughs> that's that's what it is. But I, I really want to get those jeans, those stretchy jeans. Oh, yeah. They look like jeans, but they're really not. They're more like sweatpants. Oh, man. They're more like jet pants, you could call them. Yeah. 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 Like jet yeah. Pants. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 yeah listen, uh, the day that you can outfit yourself by going down the big Tales of clothing at yeah. a Costco. That's you're living in a whole new universe, Dan. You, you ever feel like you're like a like? I, do you buy the clothes from Costco or no? Occasionally, yeah, if I see something I like, I might grab it. Don't you feel like you're on the run? Like you're you're like you're some fugitive on the run, just like grabbing stuff to 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 dress with. There's there's <laughs> very little that separates the guy that's buying his clothes from Costco to the guy who has to go to a restroom on the side of a road to wash the blood from his face. Right, right. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. About. It makes you feel like you're. Oh, I pretend like I'm in a fugitive in northwest <laughs> in the northwest part of the country. You're, like he's, you're washing the blood from your face. You're dyeing yeah. your hair. You're cutting your mustache. Yeah, I killed six people in Seattle, and now I'm on the run. So now I gotta get my supplies at a Costco. I feel like I'm part of a big movie. Now I've got Kirkland's you know, sweatpants, yeah. and I'm ready to go. And how hard is it's gonna be hard for the cops to find? Oh, he's wearing a Kirkland outfit. Well, so is everybody else around here. <laughs> it's six fifty-seven at Rock One Hundred Two. Your echo. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Excuse me, folks, I don't know how dialed into you with these things that you are, but I think the most rational adults would agree that actions, both good and bad, are often uh, followed by consequences. If you do something nice for somebody, there's a chance they'll do something nice for you. But if you're young and stupid and have done terrible things to people, there's a chance that the consequences for those terrible things is having more terrible things happen to you, which you will have deserved because that's how consequences work. In the last several days, five NHL players have suddenly taken a leave of absence. And while these five players aren't saying why, these absences are being described as having been granted for personal and mental health reasons, which is interesting because all five of these players were teammates on the World Juniors Canadian Hockey Team in 2018. These players include Michael McLeod and Cal Foote of the New Jersey Devils, Carter Hart of the Flyers, Dylan Dubé from Calgary, and former NHL player Alex Formenton, who now plays in Europe. So what is this all about? Well, it might have something to do with all five players being implicated in a 2018 sexual assault that involved a woman at a team event. Police in Ontario, in, in London, Ontario, are investigating that case, which I should point out was settled by the World Canada Hockey Association in 2022. They're now reopening the case to a criminal investigation, an investigation that has now led to all five of these be- these players being asked to surrender to authorities. And yet, isn't it interesting how all five were quietly granted a leave of absence for both personal and mental health reasons? No one's talking about the personal or mental health of the victim involved in the story. And I'm sure some hockey fans are far too concerned about how their absence might affect games that they'll miss. Whereas I am less concerned about hockey 
and find myself more concerned with the victim. I'm also concerned about a 19-year-old kid who thought it would be a great idea to join his dirtbag teammates in sexually assaulting anyone. Again, there are consequences for every repugnant, disgusting, and violent action that people take. And that includes professional hockey players who probably thought they had gotten away with something. That wasn't until this week when it was, became time to pay the price. Because that time is apparently now. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, the, the road to Clutterville to Tidy Town begins at Rocky's. The big five-shelf heavy-duty shelving unit, 60 bucks. The heavy-duty storage totes, 9 bucks. The really big ones, 13 Get out of Clutterville and get yourself into a cleanly home. Thanks to the your, your nearest Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. Rock at 708 and the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, eventually, it makes a sun and clouds today. The rain's going to end in a little bit uh, with a high of 50 tomorrow. Mix of uh, rain and snow again with a high of 39. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. We got any more uh, updates about the uh, the burning manhole? Nothing about the burning manhole, uh, but there is uh, there's a couple of different things going on here. The X is still closed in every direction in Springfield because there's a burning manhole. Yeah. And I'm sure you can all understand how that how that's hard to drive with. Uh, something exploded underground this morning, and there it's a big, giant mess down at the X uh, this morning. So if you don't have to go that way, don't find a different way around. It's uh, it's not worth getting stuck in the traffic. And then on I-90 eastbound uh, between Palmer and Sturbridge seems to be an accident of some sorts. So there you go. There's a, there's a backup going on there. Yeah. So between Palmer and Sturbridge eastbound, not 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 good for business this morning. Ah, oh, boy. Uh, Marty Caproni is uh, going to be uh, joining us in a matter of minutes. Also, oh. uh, it is a Thunderbird Thursday, your chance to win a whole bunch of great Thunderbird stuff, including tickets to Saturday's game against Providence. Yeah, I was just looking at this. Um, where is the story now? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a story uh, out of Hatfield. A routine traffic patrol on Friday night resulted in the arrest of two individuals for drug trafficking and firearms violations. According to state police, on the night of Friday, January 19th, uh, Trooper uh, Hunter Rattel, or Rattelli, uh, observed a maroon Hyundai SUV on I-91 northbound with a suspiciously obscured license plate. Basically what happens is the, the plate's not registered to the car that's owned, and then mm-hmm. ipso fatso, these two people inside get arrested for you know having crack cocaine and, and firearms and all this other stuff. Total dropouts of the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. Oh, yeah, they, would never, they would never have lasted. But I, I, I love going to look up the names of the people on Facebook who got arrested. Uh-huh. And I was just looking at uh, this, this uh, young lady's Facebook page. And uh, the passenger, she was searched. Uh, she's from Batterboro, Vermont. She was searched leading to the discovery of 43 grams of crack cocaine and, uh, and, and firearms, right? Okay. And then you look this lady up on Facebook, and uh, she's got, like, pictures like, Hey, it's the mom life. Oh, and she's yeah. got pictures with her kids, and she's like, pretty cool super bitch. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it is what it is now in a holding cell, did, isn't did, it? Did you tell them when they were booking you? Yeah. Hey, you know, it's a mom life over here. Yeah, by the way, I'm a super bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, super bitch. Uh, I'm, I'm, turn to the left, and we'll yeah. take your picture. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to know what her superpowers uh, are going to help uh, her bust uh, out of uh, out of the jail. I do, I, I, I'm very, I'm always amused about going to look what kind of lives these people live live up until that point 
You know, that's you know? the uh, that's the funny thing about the social medias. Yeah, is if you do that, it's always hilarious what you find. Like yeah, you know, like people who like are involved in some real shady stuff. Yeah, and then you go into their, your Facebook page and you say. Oh yeah, no. I guess we could have seen this coming. Well, no, I, you can't see that coming. The way the way she presents herself on social media, it's like I uh, think if you're presenting yourself as some level as being a badass, yeah, it's because you're attention seeking and um, you know, perhaps uh, it's a cry for help. It could be a cry for help, but uh, you know she's got all these happy pictures. Oh, here's the here's the, uh, the oh, ultrasound yeah. picture of the, of the year. baby. Mo- yeah, mama bear. Don't come near my babies. I'll whip out some crap cocaine and shoot you in the face. Gotta watch <laughs> you, out for that. Did you have like the the elf on the shelf during Christmas? Uh, you hand all these crack rocks around the uh, yeah. the house. Yeah. Oh look, the, the elf left another crack rock. Oh look, it's, Ooh, a, it's hey. a it's a crack rock uh, snowman. Uh, uh, I, I'm, we're, we're waiting for Marty Caproni to to come in here. Well, he took off his coat and then he walked away. Well, why did he do that? I don't know. Did he go upstairs again? He probably had. Yeah, he probably well, was waiting so long to drive around that burning manhole that he probably figured I, I I'd gotta I gotta get do my business before I get involved here. I wonder what he'll talk about when he's here. Do you think he'll hawk a twenty dollar uh, dinner and a comedy show at the shortstop tonight in Westfield? He's he's never been so uh, superficial like that before. I can't imagine he would do that. Yeah, uh, you know, yesterday I was talking about how uh, the scheme. You know, my my kid is into skiing now because they got this after school program with the school that right. uh, gives them go. We go we go up to the one of the mountains up there by us, and uh, <clears throat> yesterday they still had the lesson. Remember, I was saying they probably wouldn't have the lesson. Yeah, but the ski resort was like, no, 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 no. You just won't get the bus transportation. You're you're more than welcome to come up and take the lesson. Yeah, which, uh, which is great, and they do a pretty good job. This is a uh, Otis Ridge, up. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, nice little. Yeah, that's fine. Small little, uh, good enough to learn on and all that stuff. And uh, But, you know, my kid goes out and takes the lesson, and then, like, oh, the hour's up. I'm going to go wait for my kid. Yeah. And it's like it's like when they were little kids, when they wanted to go on the slide one more time, and a kid's getting into it. It's pouring rain outside on a ski mountain. And you just want to get home. And I just want to get home, and I'm, like, soaking wet, and I'm like, oh, I really I really support your little hobby, but it's time to go, buddy. Time to go. See, when my kids yeah. were, were skiing, and it was probably for, like, I don't know, like two or three seasons, Yeah. all I could think of is the dollar bills that were swirling down the drain. Yeah, and every yeah. time they came down the mountain, just like I, I, could, yeah. I could sense all the dollar bills that were leaving my... They leave in my pocket. Did you ever see that snow machine make snow? Oh yeah, it throws out hundred dollar bills and crumples them up. <laughs> That's and, what it is. Yeah, it's, a yeah. gi- it's a giant hundred dollar bill shredder. Hey, it's Marty Caproni. What are the odds? Yeah. What's up, guys? Hey, pal. What's, what's, what's going on? Nothing. I gotta get my headphones on. Yeah. How you all doing? Right. I'm good. How yeah. you guys doing? Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. You seem a little out of breath. What, you what you you, like doing like a fifty yard dash? To yeah. Get here? Well, it's uh, it's always uh, fun going down the stairs. Do you need to borrow my Apple Watch to check if you're an AFib? or not <laughs> i'm fine i'll be alive all right we'll i have see to about be that. alive all i have right. no choice because yeah. uh tonight well, yeah. what's going on tonight oh i don't know guys it's thursday it's weird <laughs> that you brought it up yeah well, you know we... what do you think could be going on this evening uh 20 dollars for dinner and a comedy show at the shortstop if in Westfield? you buy in advance uh yes yeah. Yeah. Wow. uh tonight's barbecue night Ooh, barbecue nice yeah. so yeah the shortstops are really going all out they're uh they're doing a full barbecue meal, barbecue chicken, the coleslaw, the baked beans, the cornbread, the whole thing. Listen, for 20 bucks, you can't beat that deal. You better get to book the tickets now. Otherwise, it's how much at the door? 
25 so it's still a good deal. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, save yourself some money and uh, get the get. You want to know how many people you're going to get. Yeah, that's the idea to give yeah. them a head count or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's what. Uh, because that's... otherwise you show up. And there's not enough barbecue for you because you didn't you didn't bother to put your name in. I'll tell you, the shortstop has been so good with the food, though. They've been nailing it uh, yeah. every every show. So uh, I, I'm I'm sure they'll be all right. But uh, it is very helpful uh, if they can uh, if they buy in advance, either I, on Venmo or Reserve online. You know, I didn't uh, I didn't get the dinner last week, but I did bring my kids uh, and put them in quarantine outside of the yes, show while I, saw I that. went in and did the show. <laughs> yeah, because oh, it's not for kids. It's not a. It's not a. Yeah. It's not not a, your act. <laughs> not anybody's act. For, yeah. uh, at, at a place like that. No. But uh, you know, they, but they I bought them some food out there. The chicken fingers there, unbelievable. They're like, there's just so good. It's yeah, they're not like, like the fake ones the that you, the frozen ones. ones. Yeah, no, yeah. they're they're real. Yeah. I got the hummus last week, which I was excited about because everyone was yeah. talking about, and it's legitimate, mm. fresh made right there at the restaurant hummus. So uh, it was fantastic. I think when you order a chicken nugget. And uh, it comes uh, on the plate shaped like a dinosaur. It's a oh. pretty good chance that it has been defrosted for your, your your pleasure. Yeah. Because chicken pieces do not come Wait in shapes of dinosaurs. Are you telling me that there's not a head chef in the back at a place like that that <laughs> is molding those things, making dino nuggets no. one by one? No, I, no, I'm pretty sure that dino nuggets are uh, like industrially cut. Uh, yeah, they don't make the dino nuggets there. It's all fresh breaded uh, chicken tenders. But I will tell you, uh, anyone who's ever had a kid uh, knows the dino nugget very well. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I still like them. I, I won't. I'll admit that. You know what? A lot of my excess weight came from finishing the plates of my kids that didn't want to eat the entire meal that was put in front of them. The with the, the the dino nuggets and the yeah. and the French fries, like you make that kind of stuff. A lot of my extra weight comes from uh, finishing the plates of everybody that I'm out to eat with. <laughs> so even ones you're not even out yeah. to eat with, you're yeah. walking by on a street, and <laughs> right. somebody, yeah, is there pizza crust or, there? Or, somebody left it. Or finishing the entire catering pan yeah. after one of these shows yeah. when there's uh, plenty of food in it. I used to like taking my kids out to the, the dinner because they would never finish a meal. Like yeah. it would like a, you know, there have to be you know like like an ice cream shop. Yeah. Oh, Dad, oh yeah, I, Dad, I can't finish all this ice cream do you want it yeah absolutely okay i'll pack that down yeah it doesn't bother me that your tongue's been all over it uh, you're my <laughs> child i'll have it no problem that's the thing nobody, ca- nobody care nobody cares kid. yeah and yeah. it's like extra food it's like bonus food yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's like i know you're not gonna eat all of that yeah, i know yeah. i know it's the way to go man that's the way to live I, I was driving in. I heard you guys talking about Costco. That was the last thing I heard when I was getting out of the car. Yeah, yeah Costco I, clothing. The the uh, I didn't know they had the gyro. Yeah, uh, the, is it gyro, 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 gyro? It's, it's actually pretty good. Uh, I love Costco meals. The, mm. uh, the, the have you ever had the meatloaf? They do meatloaf with uh, never potato. had no. never had the meatloaf. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I've never had a, I've never had a bad meal uh, from them. No, like even the salads when they make that uh, cob salad with, yeah. with the whole oh, yeah. with the bacon and the eggs and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, good. I've yeah, seen yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are good. And uh, what was the other? the street tacos I mentioned? Oh yeah, those are good. Quesadillas, they yeah. do quesadillas. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm more partial to uh, the what is referred to as the food court chicken bake. Oh, that is buddy. a culinary delight. I love. I don't know what's in a chicken bake to this day, and I don't want to know. It's chicken. There's bacon. 
I believe there's lettuce Mystery and Caesar dressing. There's no. It's not no, lettuce. It's like yeah. There's it's no like, lettuce and Caesar dressing inside of a chicken. Basically. No, th- there's some kind some of, sort of like something green. Maybe like a sauerkraut or something. I don't know, but uh, whatever is inside of it is at the temperature of the surface of the sun. Oh yeah, no, it's hot. It's like molten hot. So there's so no really there's, yeah. There's no way to eat it without burning the roof of your mouth. But uh, I like a good chicken bake. I like yeah. their pizza too. Believe it or not, I, I, uh, Caesar dressing maybe, but not right, well, no, maybe. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong about the uh, the the vegetables inside. But it's, uh, it's only like two thousand calories per one. So yeah, you, you so. get a whole uh, day's worth of calories. Well, it's one. very filling, Steve. That could fill you for a full day. Have or you could it? Have you ever done the Grand Slam when you go there? The uh, the hot dog. You do the, the hot uh, dog, the, the, the chicken the, bake, the slice of pizza. No, no, I, I, yeah. I, I've never been allowed to do that you know, in my in my adulthood. They uh, sell a roast beef sandwich now. I had the chicken pesto sandwich when I did the Grand Slam. It's four things, but I've never tried the roast beef sandwich. There. I don't think they have the chicken pesto sandwich anymore. I think they've replaced it with this roast beef sandwich. Oh, it's okay. It wasn't uh, worth well, ten dollars. I'll tell you that. Ten dollars. Well, why, why would you? Yeah. Let's say you're in West Springfield. Why yeah. would you go to Costco for a roast beef sandwich? Yeah. When you're less than a mile away from the lip-smacking goodness of an Arby's. Oh, oh, they got the yeah. meats. They got the meats. Actually, Arby's is closed. In no, that is, the, yeah. <laughs> there is no Arby's. I, I thought you were going to say the other place. I even said it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that other place that you're always telling me that I have to go that I've never gone. Which one? The uh, Richards, is it, or something like that? Oh, Richards is awesome. That I is was, good. I was just there uh, not too long ago. I haven't, I haven't been there yet, so that's on the list, too. Yeah, it's right uh, next to the Spartan Muffler on Memorial Avenue there. Ooh, so if you're getting a muffler, you can get yourself a nice uh, cold cut or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why would you sit in in, in the in the muffler shop when you got Richards? You could get a, a sandwich, and next thing you know, uh, your car's done. I'm still waiting on our Fletcher's uh, field trip. That tomorrow. We tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is it going to happen? Tomorrow's going to happen. I don't have any other appointments going the, on. We're it's the big do it day. Tomorrow. All right. I'm excited. It's supposed to happen on Monday. Yeah. Somebody had. Something else planned, and then uh, so uh, it's t- uh, tomorrow. I had an eye exam, which is much more important than eating yeah. barbecue. Yeah, he couldn't see himself going. Uh, <laughs> you workshop that for an entire morning? No, but no, <laughs> no. I'm just saying, you know, I had my sights set on Monday, and next thing you know, I can't go. Listen, we're running out of time, but we got lots to talk about. We uh, do. Yeah, like how the NFL is scripted. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, this is your thing? Yeah, yeah, this is my new thing. I saw I'm a post on top about of this. it now. And we'll also get to the uh, the latest on the burning manhole at the X. Yes. Th- yeah, that's going on is now. Is that a new too. bar or something? The burning manhole? <laughs> yeah. No, there's a burning manhole at the X in Springfield right now on Dickinson Street. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 it's cl- the X is the completely closed off. And potentially really? yeah. least leaking gas. You wouldn't want what? that with your manhole. Yeah. No. That's got to be really uh, interfering with everyone's commute this morning. I think I saw Eddie Diesel out there this morning. Did you really? Yeah. He's the, he's the man. Yeah, he's the man. It's 723 on Rock 102. GG 33 With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Traffic alert. Roadhog. Uh, I-90 eastbound between Palmer and Sturbridge is backed up. There's some sort of accident there, so do not go that way if you don't have to. And then also in Springfield, several emergency crews are on the scene of a manhole fire on Belmont Avenue uh, this morning. Has your manhole been ever on fire? It's had a burning sensation more than once. I've had a manhole fire. You know who else is a man? 
I'm a man. Are you a man, Marty? I'm a man. Yeah. I'm a man too. With three <laughs> men with with burning manholes. <laughs> it's uh, it's still an active scene in Forest Park as Eversource crews are working on the problem and checking for potential gas leaks, according to uh, Eversource and Springfield Fire Captain Droopy Monty. Oh no! It's a burning manhole. <laughs> a manhole got fire on Belmont shortly after three this morning. Does anybody mm. else smell gas coming from the burning manhole? That, that's a pretty good Droopy dog. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. he's much better at it than yeah. I am. Uh, the electrical, <laughs> uh, the electrical grid underground exploded. the The entire grid exploded, or just a transformer? Did I don't you ever know. Have a transformer in your manhole? No, I try to keep those things away from yeah. each other. More than meets the eye, That's, uh, uh, causing several manhole covers to be dislodged. Can you imagine that? Oof. How freaking heavy those things are, and the the amount of force that to it takes shoot to one shoot out of the ground. Yeah. Uh, this uh, forced a quick response from emergency crews, including Springfield Police and Fire. There were initial fears of an explosion happening under the street following the fire. Thankfully, this has not hap- happened and no injuries have been reported. Also, no evacuations have taken place and no power outages have been reported. And no injuries from the mole people who live beneath, beneath the streets? Something's going on down here! <laughs> We've never had a fire like this in the manhole! Isn't that weird, you guys, out that they put electrical underground like that? I mean, I don't know anything about anything, but doesn't that seem like the worst place to put electrical? No, it's actually the smartest place, and I'll tell you why. Because, uh, you know, if you go down to, like, Florida, yeah, a lot of the elect- – like, when they build new communities and stuff, a lot of those are underground. Like, you'll never see telephone poles because of hurricanes and things like that. Yeah. So it's a lot – better to maintain those when they're underground versus when they're up above the ground because then you is it though because when it gets like it is this week and it's flooding everywhere and everything else i'm sure they have a system in place yeah it's all super this is just a random so far the system is all the manhole covers blow off and catch on fire it's not like you have blown manhole covers all over the city no it doesn't happen very often yeah and thank god for that you can't just be out there blowing manholes everywhere in the city no you cannot can't be driving around with one of those burning manholes blowing a (laughs) blowing its top Eversource is still working on the problem and checking the gas lines in the area to make sure that there are no leaks. If you're planning on going through the area, Sumner Avenue is shut down between Parkwood and Dickinson and Belmont. Is, it, the whole thing is closed. Just don't go, even go anywhere near there. Yeah. Now, this is uh, this is actually a very serious uh, you know, public situation. You know, I mean, this really uh, could have potential uh, you know, dangerous implications. But yet it is so funny when three juvenile grown men mm-hmm. start talking about burning manholes. <laughs> Yeah. It's almost impossible not to. So if we could all just laugh and enjoy, and we'll all get through it together. It reminds me that I have to go for that test next week, you know? Right. What test? The one where you got to drink all the stuff. And oh, then yeah. Uh, and you'll be taking the, catches the, on fire. The, the dreaded apparatus? <laughs> yes, is yes, that, yes. Is that next week? Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at you. Yeah. Is, that, is that your first one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I don't oh. know if they give me a balloon or a prize for it. Or no, there's there's no banquet at the end. Well, actually, Nothing. there is a banquet at the end because you got because you can't eat beforehand. Oh, I'm already. They already start telling you that like a week out. There's certain things you can't have in your diet and stuff. Yeah, it's like the the day before. It's an all liquid diet, and then you got to drink all this stuff, and then it works, and it works well. <laughs> But as a, as someone who's had more than one, yeah, you're gonna love it. Oh, the best, yay. the best. The nap you get after that propofol. Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. Good times. No wonder Michael Jackson loved that stuff. <laughs>
The uh, Healy administration plans to close the state's medium security prison in Concord by this summer. According to an executive office of public safety and security spokesperson, the incarcerated population at the prison stands at about 300 men or about 50 percent of the prison's capacity. The prison has been part of the Concord community for more than 150 years. More details about the plan and cost savings associated with it are expected to surface Wednesday afternoon when Governor Healy unveils her fiscal 2025 state budget bill, which is expected to call for spending increases at a time when tax collections are weakening. The EOPSS spokesperson told the news service Wednesday morning that the state was experiencing its lowest prison population in 35 years. Yeah, because you keep letting them out. <laughs> well, and not that many people are committing as many crimes in Concord these days. You know who was there? What? Uh, well, a couple people. Uh, Malcolm X was had had been there for a while. In Concord? Oh. At, at, at uh, MCI Concord. But wow. so was uh, Father Gagan. Oh, yeah. Father yeah, Gagan. Father Gagan was there. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, before his head got stomped in. I thought you were going to say Paul Revere. I was like, what? That's the only thing when I think of Concord, I think of Lexington, and then I think of Lexington and Concord. I don't think he spent any time in the uh, Correctional Institute. No, no. It, no? I'm real no. bad with history, so that would have been uh, before its time, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Enfield police are seeking the public's help in identifying an individual involved in a motor vehicle pursuit on Wednesday. The pursuit was terminated in accordance with the state of Connecticut pursuit policy. Well, we're all familiar with that, right? Sure. No. The males. <laughs> I just like how they just throw that in there. Like they just called off the chase because it was too dangerous. Why can't you just say that? It's like that Dukes of, yeah. Dukes of Hazard. Uh, they get over the county line. <laughs> yeah, and they can't go. Oh, we'll get them next time, boss. Yeah. Yeah, the male suspect is linked to multiple larcenies at commercial establishments statewide, including Enfield, and they have the picture of, of them on their uh, the Enfield Police Facebook page as well as 22 News. If you have any information about the suspect's identity, please contact Officer Kotecki uh, or via email, and uh, tipsters can remain anonymous. Yes, with your email. <laughs> Do you want to remain anonymous with your email that has your full name? (laughs) We had a guy the other day, uh, and I was talking about this. This was a guy who was uh, mad that I had hijacked the sports conversation between Bax and Scott Cohen with my cockamamie uh, uh, conspiracy theories that the NFL is scripted. And uh, his name, it was like... Bob works at this place at gmail.com. Like he put everything his, identifying. Yeah, everything identifying who he was. So I don't know. So what was the conversation that you guys were having? So, uh, well, I discovered I went down a rabbit hole on uh, TikTok about Sunday or Monday morning at 2 a.m. I woke up very early. Okay. And then I'm like, I'm on TikTok and, and, and I see this thing about the NFL being scripted. It was one of these videos. And then, you know how you go down the rabbit hole by searching something like that. And you know and how, we'll, like, you know, you'll never find anything false on a TikTok No, video. I was just going to say, you know, you could you can go down the rabbit hole and find out the earth is flat on TikTok if you'd like. So, uh, so I'm like, oh, you know what? This is something I can chime in on the sports conversation with. And oh, so I no. basically hijacked the entire, you know, Scott Cohen comes in here ready to, you know, give praise and talk about how, you know, his nostalgia and going to games and blah, 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 all the same crap that he <laughs> spews out a week after week. And I throw him that curveball about the thing, and, and people got a little upset about that. So yeah. were people upset? Did anyone agree with you? Or? Oh, yeah. There, there's more people that agree with me than there are people who have been outspoken. That I've seen evidence Yeah, evidence. I, of. Most people are not going to write to you. I'm going to guess a large percentage are saying to themselves, hey, 
You're going to love this guy. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Because it's, it's a crazy conspiracy. I was going to say, I could tell by Vax's reaction when we brought it up that he was not in agreement with your yeah, it's fine. Uh, now, detailed TikTok research. I was this close to knocking <laughs> that tinfoil hat off his head. Right. Well, let me, let me say this. I usually, you know, Steve and I are very far apart on issues. Uh, hot dogs, ketchup, that's a big one. Uh, <laughs> pineapple on pizza, another hot button issue that we yeah. don't see eye to eye on. Um, I don't 100% disagree with Steve on this. Now, hear me out, Bax, before you think I'm crazy. I don't think it's all scripted like the WWE, but I do think that there are games that are purposefully made closer than they need to be by the officiating, mm -hmm. either by them calling the game real tight at the end with more penalties to ensure more chances of possessions or more timeouts for TV or whatever. You got to ask, it seems pretty crazy from nowadays to when it was in my youth. Do you remember in your youth, there was just a ton of blowout games. Nowadays, it seems like every game all of a sudden magically tightens up towards the end of the game, especially the playoff games. Yeah, it's uh, it's entertainment. And and the point uh, could, could being... That, but that, could that be because the best teams in football are playing in those pay, uh, playoff games? I do agree with you, and I know your point about that, yes, but also at the same time, you can't. Do you let me ask you this? Do you think there's ever been a case where an uh, officiating in the NFL has ever been compromised, say, by interests in Vegas or whatever? Sure, but is it the norm? I'm not willing to say that. I, I wouldn't it say is. it's the norm. <laughs> it's totally the norm. As Steve's on TikTok wearing the tinfoil hat. I well, think about it. how many guys do you know that were like uh, degenerate gamblers and uh, right. like this is a sure thing and then all of a sudden they lose the rest of their money that they borrowed from a bookie somewhere. Well, that's what I was going to say too. Yeah. I, I forget what betting on the NFL is, but it's a multi-billion dollar business. Of course believe, it is. Right? So anytime you have that amount of money changing hands in a business and you have such a small defined group controlling the outcomes of those games you have to assume at some point some of that has been or could be compromised i mean the nba had to almost admit it because one of the former refs came out and wrote a book about it right yeah yeah well yeah because he was uh, he was influencing games by by his calls but right was that being paid for by the nba no it was not he was being paid for by by other, other nefarious interests, right. interests. but you know, are these games being compromised? Listen, because of uh, you know, sports betting. Listen, uh, they're gonna win, they're gonna sports books are gonna make their money no matter what they do, no matter who vote who uh, you know, bet, bets on what. They don't even need to influence games because they're gonna make their money one way or another. You will have winners and you will have losers. I agree. Yeah, but let me ask you this question. I'm just this is just a question. Do you think there could be some sort of kind of off-the-books NFL policy, unwritten, which is like, hey, we're getting X amount of dollars for these TV timeouts during playoff games, and the more timeouts that people burn, the more money the, the league makes or the advertisers make or whatever you say. So, listen, when the game's a little out of hand, don't be shy about tightening the game up a little bit if you have to. Well, uh, I don't know. One of the uh, one of the things that I that I pointed out, and I didn't even know this, that the NFL falls under the same guise as the WWE, which is allowed to fix the results because it's labeled as entertainment. And <clears throat> what if do you, you mean? So, so, like, you know how the WWE 
I don't think this. See, this is where you. This is where I go back into Bax's camp. No, the, but the rules are, you know, for the WWE, they're allowed to fix those matches because it, it's an entertainment. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a show. It's a, it's a, it's fantastical. It's not, you know, right. Not the NFL say, is and, actually competitive sport, and I'm not saying wrestling is fake because those guys really do beat the crap out. Yeah, of but the each results other at some, but the results of the matches are pre, right. are pre-scripted. Uh, actually, right. Comedians, comedians. Uh, one of my buddies was a writer for the yeah. the WWE employs a lot of comedians. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of comedians seem to like wrestling for some reason. I don't know why. And then they they hire them. Uh, I think Big J uh, Okerson. I think he I think yeah. he wrote for him for a while. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I am. But um, but those results are predetermined, scripted. I do think you have to be a heck of an athlete to be a professional wrestler. I really do. You know the toll on your body and everything else. But that's a far jump from professional NFL football players. Is it? Is it? Yes, it is. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's it's a world of difference. It's, it, it, professional wrestling is purely entertainment. It is not considered a sporting event. Predetermined outcomes, every single match. Absolutely, blah, 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 blah. and and you know what? They don't they don't hide behind the, the, Wait, a lie right. anymore. Are, are you telling me that that pay per view event I went to my buddy's house years ago? <laughs> With the custody papers of a child hanging in the middle of the ring with a ladder leading up to it is not how they decide custody cases Listen, in the United States. Custody, <laughs> custody ladder match, one of the more underrated ways. <laughs> I, I think they did that when they tried to decide where Tom Brady was going to go when he uh, when he first got signed on to the Patriots. Tim, Tim like, custody all right, ladder yeah. match. We got to wrap this up. Uh, it's forty three right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock One Hundred Two. Hi. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Caproni on Rock 102. It's a time uh, right now to give you the next code word of the day. Code word Alexa for your chance to win an Amazon Echo Pop. Uh, this is how we uh, we do it. I give you the code word. See, I think we've done this word before, but I could be wrong. I give you the code word, and then you go to rock102.com before noon today. You enter the code word for your chance to win. It's all courtesy of Yingling Flight and Rock 102. Steve, Marty, today's word is Echo. 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 Steve is. We've lost him. He's gone completely down the conspiracy. Yeah, he's, 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 he's got a hundred percent Alex Jones on us. Yeah. Super Bowl Fifty Eight is a false flag operation. <laughs> the, what, did, what was the other one? Oh, they're turning the frogs gay. Do you remember that? One? I heard that one. Yeah, too. yeah. He was saying that it was something to do. But then you watch one of these videos, and it's a scientist being like, "No, actually, because the medications that <laughs> yeah. are in the thing, the frogs." No. You're like, what? I did watch the uh, flat earth ones. It's pretty funny. This guy goes, so if the earth is flat and he went out to sea and he did this thing with these two 
uh, things. They're supposed to be 19 feet tall with yeah. a circle in them, and they space it out a certain more, and he shines a light, and he goes, now, if the earth is round, we won't be able to see the light through this thing. And then you hear him on the radio, he's like, uh, you shine a light? The guy's like, yep. He's like, well, we're not seeing it. He's like, uh, can you raise the light three feet? The guy raises the light and goes, okay, we're seeing it. Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's real out. science right, right there. Right. Disproven immediately, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he disproved himself yeah. on TikTok, which is hilarious. But he still believes that, you know, the earth is flat. You know, I think once you go, you know who I think would really be upset about that? Who was the, uh, who was the guy who decided the earth wasn't flat? It was a Galileo. Didn't he get thrown in prison for that? Uh, I think he did. And it wasn't, it wasn't, no, 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 that it wasn't, that it was a flat, but that uh, everything revolved around the sun as opposed to everything revolving around the earth. Oh, right, 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 right. So imagine that guy took, uh, he got uh, jail time for that and everything else and fought to try to yeah. educate the entire human race. Well, I think Roger Goodell needs to be in prison over this whole thing. Oh, do you really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fixing all these NFL games. Listen, I, I can see putting him in jail, into jail for that whole deflate gate <laughs> debacle, but yeah. uh, but for this, so, I don't see. So a guy, I say this whole thing about the graphic the other day, yeah. about a, the Xfinity graphic saying that Usher and Reba McIntyre and all these people were performing at Super Bowl 58 uh, with the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Like, okay. this is the preview coming right. up. And uh, I, I was saying that, and then this guy writes in, he's like, yeah, well, if you believe that, why don't you bet your entire life savings in your house on the, on the Baltimore Ravens? And I go, because when they figure out that we figured out what they're doing, they change the <laughs> You're thing. so down the rabbit hole. <laughs> the man knows. Once the man knows, oh, they change the plan. Yeah. Sorry, Ravens fans, but it's going to be Detroit uh -huh, instead. Uh -huh. so. I kind of want to see Detroit win. Do you I do, too. I, you know, you know, if now that the, the Green Bay is out. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm all in on 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 Detroit. I would love to see. Them. I don't know, man. Would love to see them win after 67 years since the last time I, I they just, won a championship. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what it is? It's nothing. To, I mean, the coach is obviously I, you got to like that coach. I don't know why, because he just has that look like he's a drill instructor. But <laughs> but as as a Red Sox fan who grew up with no championships and a Patriots fan who grew up with no chance, you see that and you're like, God, you know what that would mean for that city? I mean, for Detroit. Well, I mean, they've had uh, they've had hockey championships. Uh, yeah. Sure, yeah. The, the yeah. Pistons had their their run. Well, I mean, I'm a big I, I get to, I'm a big fan of the Pistons. Yeah, but and I got everything. I get I I have uh, I have piston pants. I have piston shirts. I have piston socks. I you're have piston a Pistons shoes. fan? No, I just like God, the joke. I was gonna say a Bill Lambeer. <laughs> no, I'm just you're I'm just big, in it for the you jokes. You have the big goofy glasses that uh, staple to your head. No. Um, no, but you know, I feel like that. I feel like that would be like such a cool thing for that city that has not much well, to celebrate. It, you're absolutely right. When the when the Red Sox started to win, when the Patriots started right, to yeah. win, because if you remember, you know, prior to Bill Parcells getting to New England, it was a pretty dank place well, to be. By the way, the, if you were a football fan, the, yeah. pa the Patriots winning the Super Bowl in uh, the 2001 2002 season was a conspiracy. Oh my because God. they're Patriots, yeah. and then all of a sudden oh, the Patriot oh, Act comes out shortly yeah, after that. Right. We got a brand new dynasty in America's uh, favorite hero, Tom Brady. Are, now, are, are you tying together 9 11 with the Super Bowl? I'm not. I'm just saying of all the people on TikTok who have, and yeah. I may or may not agree with them. But if you dig down the rabbit hole, yeah. I think you'll find plenty of evidence yeah. that supports a strong That's contention. Right. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's 7.56 with Bax and Nagel and Marty on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. 
good people. Rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, with the NFL Conference Championships coming up this weekend, there must be all kinds of fascinating nuggets of information to sift through as we head closer to Super Bowl Sunday. you got Detroit facing the 49ers. you got Baltimore against Kansas City. So many thrilling stories that you might think I'd be focused on one of them, except I've chosen to ignore all that stuff and focus on what's really the next best thing, the hiring of Jim Harbaugh as the next head coach of the L.A. Chargers. Man! There was once a time when working for the Chargers was all about the expectation of habitual sadness and disappointment. 64 years of astonishing mediocrity, except that one time when they won the AFC Championship over the Boston Patriots in 1963. After that, it's been one sobering gut punch after another. But today, they have hired former Michigan Wolverines head coach Jim Harbaugh after coming off the College Football National Championship just a few weeks ago. What are the Chargers getting with this guy? They're getting a former Pro Bowl quarterback and a three-time Big Ten champion. He'll also the also has been the uh, the 2011 NFL Coach of the Year with the 49ers. But more importantly, they're getting a guy who has repeatedly been accused of brazenly committing a huge stack of recruiting violations, and also getting a guy who finished it with a three-game suspension for st- sign stealing. And to reward him, the Chargers have given him a five-year contract worth an undisclosed amount of money. Although I'm quite sure but it's probably better than the five-year 36.7 million dollar deal that he's leaving behind at michigan listen i'm not saying that jim harbaugh isn't a great coach i'm just merely suggesting that he may not be a great person i also find it interesting that jim harbaugh is getting a head coaching position before bill belichick what all that a guy ever did was accused of stealing signs one time from the new york jets and that was 14 years ago to me that just doesn't seem right Do you want a guy who's always breaking the rules, or do you want the guy who's smart enough to rarely get caught? I know what my choice would be, and it certainly wouldn't have been Jim Harbaugh. But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, in the the wintertime, everyone's got different needs. Maybe you need a snowblower, a shovel, or an ice scraper, or ice melt, whatever it may be. Your winter storm headquarters, before and after the storms, is at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 809 and Guns and Roses with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, never mind the weather. There's some traffic alerts to Roadhog uh, to alert you about. Uh, the X in Springfield is completely closed. They're working on a exploded manhole cover. A manhole fire. You know who else is a man? Who's a man? I'm a man. Bax. I'm a man. Yeah. I'm a man. Marty, are you a man? man? I mean, sort of, I guess. (laughs) Uh, And and then then there's another situation going on in the Mass Pike eastbound between Palmer and Sturbridge. There's an accident there. I don't know what the details of the accident are, but there is a a backup uh, going that way. So don't. No manhole problems in the pike. No manhole problems on the pike. No burning manhole in Palmer? None. I think we've all been there, though. (laughs) Uh, It is. Uh, Thunderbird Thursday. We'll give away a great uh, Thursday, uh, Thunderbird Thursday prize pack a little bit later on this hour, including tickets to uh, Saturday's game Ooh. against Providence, which Sweet. I think is sold out already. <laughs> oh, that's the Brew. Yeah, the Providence <clears throat> Brew. That's always a big one, right? That's Them a big one. Wolf pack. Yeah, that's a huge one. Uh, when was the last time you flew? Either of you. Um, when did I fly? Oh, I flew uh, last summer. Yeah, I had to go to I had to go to Wisconsin, and uh, and and that was the first time I had flown since like the pandemic. Did you ever sit next to somebody stinky? Uh, as someone who's flown quite a lot, Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
All right. Well, an American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to high wind. A disgruntled passenger's smelly farts. The big stink <laughs> over the flatulent flyer unfolded while a uh, recent flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin, Texas was still on the ground, according to a viral Reddit post. Before most people had boarded, I observed this man was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover, rough day, I don't know. But as soon as he uh, sat down, uh, pop-up ad here, yeah, whatever. As soon as he sat down. He started laying him uh, out. He was uh, grumbling about something <laughs> under his breath like effing hell or something. After the majority of passengers had boarded, the man reportedly exclaimed, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? And proceeded to pass gas. Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know what provoked that comment, and while kind of funny to overhear, it was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane nonetheless. But the excessively farting passenger's gross behavior didn't end there. The man who just purposely farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. A guy in the uh, row over replied, if you don't like, you can pr- fly private, to which Fartman says, <laughs> this is the New York Post, by the way, uh, that's so effing rude, and another person uh, nearby chimes in, I think we'd all agree that you're the rude one here. At one point, flight attendants intervened and told the transgressor, that's enough. The plane was taxiing <laughs> to the runway, but came to a stop, according to the Redditor. An announcement comes over saying, apologies for the interruption, but we're returning to date. We'll give you more info when we have it. We get back to the gate, and a flight attendant comes back and informs Fartman that he will not be staying on this flight. He simply replies, I don't understand, and she tells him they'll talk about it off the plane. The man grabbed his bag and got off the plane. We all breathed the sigh of relief. I bet that's the truth. (laughs) I think most people were on edge about what he may uh, say or do next. The trip was only delayed about 15, 30 minutes. So I think uh, all uh, I think American handled it very swiftly. Uh, Reddit users uh, didn't hold it in with their gas-related jokes. Maybe another flight was low on gas. <laughs> That's hilarious. He missed an opportunity uh, uh, on the way out to say, "Smell you later." Uh, <laughs> People in there fart jokes. The post has reached out to American Airlines, but has not heard back. None of those commenters will be at the show tonight at uh, Loft Comedy Club at the shortstop, just so you guys know. Performing. You know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, we haven't we all kind of been in that situation where, you know, where you're in a place, an enclosed, say, uh, uh, I don't know, like an enclosed room, a small space where someone's, uh, you know, unloading those things. And uh, what are you supposed to do? It is, to me, the height. I think when you get on an airplane, you're all piling in this little metal tube that's basically a bus in the sky, and it should be a nonverbal contract that you all have with each other is that for the next however many hours of our life, we will just all do the best we can to not interfere with anyone else's life. That means not listening to your phone on speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? That means using your earbuds. That means not uh, crapping your pants the entire flight. Uh, snoring loudly, all of the other things that, uh, crying babies, you know, all of the other things. And for some reason, uh, I don't feel bad that they threw the guy off the well, flight. Snoring loudly, you really can't do much about that. Yeah, well, not yeah, sleep. Excessive flatulence, you can't do much about either. I mean, right. sometimes, you know, listen, you, you, your body just needs to do what it, what it can and, 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 and high, you know, compressed air situations i mean that's going to happen you you do have to admire the way the guy leaned into it though or instead of just be like i'm sorry excuse me i'm sorry he's like yeah you guys like that here yeah. comes another one on deck you know this is the guy who does it at the dinner table with all his kids around right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, look at this one right? and just lets out a big belt the flight well. attendant goes yeah. back he's like pull my finger no no seriously pull yeah. my finger yeah. 
Yeah. But we've all been there, and we've all done it in, in, at times that were inconvenience. Uh, I mean, yeah. I feel like you get one mistake. You get one time that you decide you might have the clam chowder uh, legal before you take off, and somewhere yeah. around Indianapolis, you're like, this is a terrible miscalculation. I um, The one time I was on a plane in Tampa, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, it, the the plane got stuck on the tarmac because of some serious thunderstorms that were rolling through the area yeah, so yeah. it couldn't take off for you know it was like probably 45 minutes to an hour yeah but some guy brought on the plane with him his own food which was uh it was a curry type yeah see dish. that's that's, that's rude it's yeah, like people it's, who microwave fish in the office yeah it's disgusting it's like listen you can't bring anything smelly on the plane because that especially when you're on the ground that air it's not like it's fresh air coming through it's right. all recirculated and then when they when they're sitting on the tarmac down they shut the power down a lot so the the the, the airflow isn't going through like it would be if you were up in the sky but even then it's not a it's not a place to bring anything smelly to no the it's not it's it's not yeah. i mean we've had people here that yeah. would cook stuff up in the uh, in the in the kitchen upstairs yeah it's rude and it it, it would it would be wicked funky like old fish. That's the thing. Like uh, I think if you're in the office and you bring fish in, you really don't have a lot of consideration for the other people in the office. We used to have a girl that did that. Leslie from Laser 993 yeah. used to come up here and cook like salmon and uh, or scrot or uh, whatever that was she had the night before. Yeah, it was usually an oilier yeah. fish like yeah. a, like a uh, salmon. Yeah. Uh, and then we'd have some guys that would leave stuff in the oven and then walk away and not come back for four or five hours. Oh, see that? And then they forget about it. I don't know what happened. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who, who are you talking about? There was, a, there was a guy that used to work here. You had a buddy uh, that upstairs? I had a buddy, I had a buddy upstairs. <laughs> and uh, he used to like to cook, like, I don't know, like cinnamon toast or so, whatever well, it see, was. Cinnamon toast to me sounds like that's yeah, a lovely office. It does it sound it? like good, but if you leave it in an oven for yeah. too long, it becomes like a okay. cinnamon dust. Fair, fair he'd, enough. Uh, he'd forget uh, that he'd leave it in the oven. Oh, okay. And then even putting it on 200 and then leaving it there for 45 minutes, and everybody would be like, hey, what's that burning smell coming from the kitchen? It's because uh, he left the, uh, the uh, piece of toast inside the oven. Hey, people are just so inconsiderate, aren't but they? They are. I have a good flight story for you at some point. Um, I have a flight Bill Belichick story. How, glo- how long would it take to tell? I mean, it's probably like a minute and a half. All right, let's go. We've got time. We got All time. right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm uh, doing shows out at a comedy club called Crackers in Indianapolis. This mm. has got to be back in like 2016, maybe, something like that. And uh, I'm getting my teeth kicked in all week on stage because the first thing I do when I go on stage, I go, I'm from New England. I'm a Patriots fan. And they boo for like two minutes straight. And then I go, guys, I didn't say I play for the team. I just cheer for it because it's near my house. These uh, these the Indianapolis fans hate Patriots fans, by the way, like huge and very passionate football fans. I get on the flight to fly home. I'm walking on. You know, how they let some of the VIPs board early and you got to sure. shamefully walk by them as you go to coach. It's not a very big plane flying direct into Logan. I get on the I get on the plane and uh, actually I think it was flying into TF Green. I get on the plane and the first two seats, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels. And Belichick's got his laptop already open. He's already doing. I'm like, what? And then I immediately realized they were out there for the combine. So it was like this time of year. It was like yeah. maybe February or something. And I go, hey, coach, how are you? And Josh McDaniels looks up and he goes, how you doing? With a big smile. And I go, no, no, not you, Josh. I mean the real coach. <laughs> <laughs> Belichick. Bust out laughing, yeah. like bust out laughing. Looks up, 
It gives you a smile. I, I just go, I've been getting, I'm a Pats fan. I'm a comedian. I've been getting my teeth kicked in all week. Yeah. He laughs. He goes, that was really funny. He appreciates the support. That was really funny. I go back. I sit in the back of the plane. I always got nervous. Every time I fly, because f- your accidents happen on planes within the first like three minutes or yeah. two minutes of takeoff and three minutes of landing. So this is how crazy I am. So so that I can relax on a flight, I always set my timer right when the wheels lift the ground, yeah. and then I just watch. And then when it goes past three minutes, I'm like, okay, phew, I can relax now. But that was the only flight that I didn't do that. I was perfectly relaxed. <laughs> and I said, the reason I was that relaxed is like, this flight can't crash. I have Bill Belichick on it. Yeah. Too, even, much, too much at stake. Yeah, yeah. Even if this plane starts to go down, he's just going to stand <laughs> up and be like, All right. look at, I'm grabbing you right out of the back. You're going to fly this thing. Do your job. We're going to yeah. land yeah, fine. Right, you know? right. Like I always felt like that guy could just be like, Go up the, at halftime. Go up to the concession stand and grab the guy selling hot dogs. And be like, "Look, you're going to be our long snapper for the second half, yeah, and make it work." You know, coach, are you worried about crashing? No, yeah, no, we're we're only working on the impact right now. Only working on the impact. <laughs> I was I was asking you that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, when you get on an airplane, I always like every, all those thoughts go through my head yeah. about about this plane exploding as soon as it takes off and all that other stuff. And and you said you really weren't like you don't think that I really way. don't do that. I mean, I, I I probably did it when I was young, but now it's like I've you know I've flown enough where I'm like, well, these are perfectly good professional uh, you know yeah. aviators. I have nothing to, nothing to fear until oh, you're going to Alaska and the door is flying off the oh, airplane right. and these like, people are going into. Well, I, yeah. I, I this is how psycho I I would be. Well, that's I, why I never choose off the to sit off the wing. Right. I would uh, I always look at what kind of plane it is. Yeah. And then I look at the safety record of the plane. Yeah. I do like all this crazy stuff. And I would look at the safety record of the plane and all that stuff. And I used to, like I said, even when I was coming close to approach on landing, I'd set my timer and be like, okay, we got like three minutes out or whatever. The one time I didn't do it, I was flying in from uh, Tampa, the Tampa Improv. It was nighttime and we were landing at Bradley. We were to the point where you could see the runway basically. And all of a sudden, the last second, full throttle, and we just pitch all the way up. Like to to a Whoa. crazy degree, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And the captain comes out with that cool voice. He's like, uh, "We're just gonna go, uh, just go around one more time, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be about 15 minute delay, and we'll get you on the ground as soon as we can." Thank, ladies you know? and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, the good news is you'll be on the news tonight. So yeah, yeah well, so I I get off the plane and I see the captain, and we're walking together through the terminal, and I just go, "What happened there, huh? Someone <laughs> someone at air traffic control mess up or what?" And he just goes. It's going to be a lot of paperwork, but it ain't my nightmare. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah. Ah, This is your captain speaking, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to crash land into a field. Um, And we're probably not going to survive. And if that's the case, uh, thank you for flying America. See, they won't do that. They'll be like, uh, like, "Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, did anybody ever want to be the first person at the scene of an accident? (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) You're here. Yeah. I'm not a real nervous flyer, so I mean, it, oh, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just not. I'm, not, I'm not that nervous of a flyer, but I'm just talking about the things that go through my head, like we uh, Mark yeah. and I were just talking about, about like how you, like, it's like uh, this could be. Jersey, see uh, my my buddy uh, George Morgato from Chickabee, all those guys, they were all on the flight. Uh, Dave, oh, yeah, all yeah. of them. Uh, you ever listen to the tape of uh, of Sully on that? You you couldn't feel more confident with that. If that guy could fly me everywhere, I'd be perfect. Uh, we're not going to make it. it looks like we're going to yeah. land on the Hudson. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, brace for impact. Like, the guy was so cool, yeah. calm, yeah. and collected. And, and See, and I it, would be the guy farting on the plane if that yeah, was the case. At that and, point, I and, think so. And they promote him, uh, you know, as a hero, as he, he, he is, is. Right? Yeah. But then... 
totally don't even listen to him when he's in front of Congress telling him, hey, by the way, uh, you really need to fix this, 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 and this yeah, about the airline industry. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Just take your hero medal and get the hell out of here, yeah. Sully. Well, that's like that's like when you hear about the, these the stuff blowing off the doors and everything blowing off. Those new Boeings, they had all these problems with or whatever, you know? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're going to just ground them temporarily, and then we're going to get them right back up in the sky. And I can't help but think to myself, that's one of those planes that I do not want to fly on and, if I can and, avoid and, it. And to go back to that video we all saw of the door off the airplane, <laughs> like, yeah. people are like freaking out, hanging hanging onto the seat. Yeah, so, yeah wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though. Yeah. It's like you know, you have those kind of things that make you think twice. Well, I mean, if I'm a few, uh, if I'm a few rows back and I see this, yeah. I'm just gonna go back to reading my magazine because <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not the one flying out the window. Well, have you guys ever had this? Because you guys aren't exactly what I call wafy guys. You're, you're, you're like me. You're guys of a sizable size. Have you ever gotten on one of these little flights where, like, I had this happen at JFK where you they you go down the the airwalk to get on the plane. At mm-hmm. the end of the plane, there's a bus. And then you get on the bus, mm-hmm. and they drive you out all the way to the other side of the tarmac. Puddle, puddle oh, yeah. jumper. Yeah, they throw yeah. you. They throw all your bags and the thing. Here's your flight to Hartford, and literally, it's a plane with two wind-up propellers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then they go like this. It's not like it's embarrassing enough. They just go, and how much do you weigh? And you're like, it's like two twenty-five. And then they just go, we're gonna need you to get up here and uh, move. Can you uh, move towards the middle of the plane? Yeah, they Can have to balance toward- a plane that small. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's terrifying to me. Yeah, it. Is, I, uh, one time we had to do that from uh, here to Newark. Yeah, we had to take a that's little time, yeah. a little forty-minute flight yeah. to, to to New Jersey. It's terrifying, and it's like you're walking out there and you're looking at these propellers and you're like, "Yes, Doctor Jones." You, yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> you think you're gonna be like pushing somebody into yeah. an airplane propeller to <laughs> save <laughs> your life? On those kind of flights, they just put me on a milk crate in the middle of the plane <laughs> to balance everybody out. We're just gonna keep you by the door in case we have to toss you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight twenty-four with Bax and Nagel and Marty at Rock One Hundred Two. Rock 102 and... 8.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Traffic alert. Road hog. Uh, checking out the uh, the Mass Pike here. I'm looking at the Google Maps. Look at all the uh, the red dots Holy all over the Mass Pike. Oh, yeah. Uh, so from between Palmer and Sturbridge going eastbound, uh, there's a pretty heavy backup uh, there. I'm not sure exactly what the problem is. I think there's an accident. We don't have any other details on that, but uh, that that's messed up. And then uh, at the X in Springfield, the entire X is closed off. So avoid that area if you can. There's an exploded manhole cover. You know, you know who else is a man? Who's I'm a man? I'm a man. Marty, are you a man? Uh, I'm like a half a man. <laughs> I'm feeling. I feel like a man too. Uh, you know what's worse about that one Palmer to Sturbridge? That's like that no man's land on the Pike where you never know where you are. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Because you don't see anything. There's no markers. There's no nothing. Well, you just go by the mile markers. You know, you're in West Warren and uh, Brookfield. Do you know the actual what the mile markers mean? What do you mean? Do you know like what the mile markers mean? Are you like, oh, I'm at mile 65, and you know where that is? Um, because I used to drive that length almost every day for work. Yeah. Then I I kind of know like 68 is like just after Palmer, and then that's kind of nerdy. I've I've driven on <laughs> no, the Pike. Like, I've driven on the Pike for my whole life and a lot. Yeah. And I still don't know what the mile markers mean, and I still don't know where I am between Palmer and Sturbridge. Well, the mile markers mean that's the mile you are at from where it starts. Okay, from where the pike starts in Boston or from where the pike starts in... In Lee, 
in uh, or in uh, Stockbridge, Western, or Stockbridge or whatever it is. Oh, okay. Well, see, now I know. So I learned something because I could tell you in general, I have no clue. The only way I know I'm getting, if I'm on my way home, the only know the way that I know, you know, let's say I'm really tired and I'm like, God, I should have pulled off and took a nap. The only way that I know I'm almost home, my landmark is the friendly sign. The bushes. Uh, All right. That's, okay. that's, that's a reasonable now, uh, right. reasonable thing. Do you want another fun fact for the road? <laughs> do you know when you're driving on the pike and it says X amount of miles to Boston? Yeah. Do you know where that is? Uh, that, that, that pinpoint is? No. It's the spire on top of the state house. Come That's on. how many miles it is to to actual Boston. Well, you have no to. Kidding. You, you got to figure something somewhere out <coughs> because Boston is such a wide metro area. So when they say eighty-one yeah. miles, it's not eighty-one miles to Fenway or the Boston line. It's eighty-one miles, miles to the, the state spire house. on that state house. Uh, hmm. yeah. Interesting. The That's more you something. know. Mm, Today is ranch dressing day. Oh, <laughs> you know what I can't? Uh, I just can't stomach. And this is a. Uh, this is like a new phenomenon. After they changed the, uh, you know, all the exit numbers, yeah, I oh. have no idea where the hell I am anymore. The uh, I, it, it, it's not just the Pike; it's everywhere. It, yeah. Every place that I used to go to, uh, that uh, I, I would remember the the exit number. Now I'm totally screwed because I I don't even know what the numbers are anymore. Were we talking about conspiracy theories of the NFL? Here's my conspiracy theory: the same person in charge of changing around all the exit numbers on all the highways is the same person that works at Facebook and changes around the app every year so that you don't know what anything is. <laughs> You're probably right. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, I nothing was broken. You didn't need to fix it, but you fixed it, and now I don't know anything. Have you become a digital creator yet? No, I haven't done that yet. You're just you're just not ready to pull the uh, the trigger on that. I, thing, I, are you? I not yeah. I still go through and try to weed. I still have all the listeners that are trying. They can just follow me. You know what I mean. But I just gotta. Yeah, but, once, but once you become that digital creator, they can follow you. You know, forever and in big numbers. Yeah, yeah. big big numbers. Big fat and that's numbers. And you get a check for Bigly. fifty-one cents from well, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, how about yeah. that? Did you get paid yet from Facebook for I anything? I got ten bu- ten cents. Ooh. Ten cents. Yeah. I don't think I've gotten anything. You have to have over like a certain amount of followers for it to actually be profitable. It's like ten thousand or more. No, you know where I want followers. And for some reason, I don't know if the listeners aren't or not, but I want Instagram followers. And the listeners, I keep asking for them to follow my Instagram, and not a lot of them. The only time they did is when I had that fight from in the Target that I recorded. Yeah, at Christmas time. Then I got a bunch of follows. Well, this is what you need to do. We need to put out, a, listen, follow me and follow Bax and follow Marty yeah. on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You can just go click the follow button. Yeah, that, that would be really sweet. Yeah. Sadly, like I'm way behind on Instagram followers. Yeah. And it I got two Instagram pages. Oh. I got I got one for the uh, for the podcast and, and one is my own personal one. And then uh, on, on Facebook, I feel like I'm doing all right. I'm not near 10,000. I'm like at 8,600. That's pretty good. That's Not too pretty bad. good. I'm pretty. I'm pretty uh, satisfied with that. Eight point six thousand. I don't mind being a shameless self-promoting whoer. I'm, I'm good at that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Go 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 right now. If you're on social media, well, yeah. obviously wait till you. If you're driving, don't do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. When no. you're driving, pull out your phone and do it. No, but I, first, I don't have first, time to wait for you. Well, no. chances are this morning you're in traffic anyway, so <laughs> no matter yeah. where you are. If you're stuck in the pike and not going anywhere, <laughs> right. first, figure, try this. First chance you get, pull over and, uh, and, and follow us all on social media. Yeah. I want to I wanna have at least two more followers by the end of uh, tomorrow. <laughs> you gotta aim high. Yeah. Aim high. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah two's a good, good one. Yeah, that's good. 
Anyway, police shut down the the X uh, in Forest Park uh, this morning uh, following an underground electrical ex- unit explosion. Fire Captain Droopy Monty. Oh, no. Confirmed that Eversource uh, said there was an underground electrical unit that exploded around 3 a.m. When that happened, several manhole covers became dislodged along the road. No injuries were reported. There's uh, gas coming out of the manhole. A worker at the uh, CVS told the X that the building shook following the explosion. Oh, maybe that's just the underground people. They're escaping. The mole so, people. The mole people oh, they're escaping. out there. Yeah. Eversource spokesperson Priscilla Ress uh, said that they received an emergency call about smoking manholes, and she was the first on the scene. She got that experience from working on the ABC 40 I-team. <laughs> well, because they had a lot of exploding manhole covers there. Oh, yeah. They found uh, smoke coming out of a manhole. Soon after one of the manhole covers was lifted, there was visible fire and smoke. The, uh, th- the other manholes also dislodged. <laughs> Do you, I never heard of a dislodged manhole in Springfield. Do you ever? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you got smoke coming out of it, yeah. you might want to consult a physician. Yeah, check right. out. <laughs> we did shut the power to the area so we could safely investigate the cause and work on repairs. We sent an alert to customers at 5.30 a.m. to prepare for the blown manholes. <laughs> How many guys do you think they sent down the manhole? Just one. Well, one at a time. One at a time. Yeah, one at a time. You can't fit more than one, more than one in there at a time. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you think? Yeah. What are you, some sort of porn star? <laughs> yeah, this isn't some sort of party going on down here. This is a, this is a serious situation. Uh, Sumner Avenue, Belmont Avenue, Dickens, and then they go list all the streets. You don't need to know all the streets. Just stay away from the X. You can't. It was it was a crap show this morning. Uh, what time was five twenty five or whatever yeah, this morning? Early. You go in and and, and you, there's there's cars coming up those one way streets, and then there's cars going down those one way, and you got to wiggle your way through the parking lots behind those buildings on Sumner Avenue. Just what a stay nightmare. away from it. It's what a nightmare! Thing. Yeah. Go the back way if you need to get on 91. Yeah, I, I, but I bet you now, I bet you there's probably a lot more traffic on Sumner and all the other streets because of that, right? Like once. Probably. But, yeah. there, but there's, I mean, there's other ways to get around where you don't have to go through the X. They're inconvenient, but there's other ways to do yeah. it. Yeah. There's other ways. Of course. Oh, yeah. there's other I ways. I know a few of those ways. <laughs> if you want to avoid a burning metal, <laughs> let me write, let me draw you a map. Uh, a war of words between two companies erupted over a deadly situation that involved cookies recalled for an allergen. Uh, Valina, uh, I'm sorry, Valina, vanilla. That's the word. Vanilla, I believe. Uh, vanilla. Uh, no, vanilla Florentine cookies stole its, sold at Stu Leonard's contained peanuts that were not on the label. Channel 3 in Hartford first reported on the recall for cookies on Wednesday. 25-year-old Orla Baxendale of New York. What? Yeah. Wow. I don't know who this woman is. Are Cousin sure? Orla? No. Well, nope. she gets a big settlement, you should know her. Well, this is horrible. She had a severe allergic reaction and died from an ana- anaphylactic... How do you say that? Anaphylactic. Shock. Anaphylactic shock, according to a statement released by her attorneys. Uh, Stu Leonard's issued a statement and said that the cookie company didn't tell it that the ingredients had changed. However, the cookie company, Cookies United 
told Channel 3 that that's not the truth. Stu Leonard said it purchased the now-recalled vanilla Florentine cookies from the wholesaler, Cookies United out of New York. The grocery store said in its statement that it was not notified that there were peanuts in the product. Cookies United said it did indeed notify Stu Leonard back in July that the ingredients had changed. It's a sad day for us. We heard that a customer passed away who had a peanut allergy and then brought a, or bought a cookie here at Stu Leonard's. Uh, said Stu Leonard Jr. in a video statement that was given on Wednesday. Leonard was surrounded by fellow employees in the video. It was a holiday cookie. It was a one-shot deal. We bought it from an outside supplier, and unfortunately, the supplier changed the recipe and started going from soy nuts to peanuts, and our chief safety officer was never notified, Leonard said. He said he went on to say the grocery store chain takes labeling very seriously. They do now. Can I make a point? Mm -hmm. They put all these stupid labels on food now, like... uh, this is organic, no GMO, no this, no that. The one that is really life and death, I would say, is peanut allergy, right? Yeah, most Why is there not one of those labels on every food that has peanut or potentially has peanut that well, says, like, like a picture of a peanut right on the front of it so you don't have to seek it out? You know what I mean? Well, a lot of, a lot of those companies do put the warning. There's no uniform symbol. That's all I'm saying. There's no uniform symbol. That seems to me like a real no-brainer. Yeah. Or at least uh, an allergen-type symbol, like right. something that would be rec- – I, I agree with you. They, yeah. like, like if you got a cookie that had GMO flour in yeah. it, you're not going to die instantly from GMO flour. But there's a thing on there telling you this is no GMO or whatever, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't there be a bigger one – for peanut because of all the allergies of all the food related allergies shellfish and peanut are probably it, the two most toxic it would be the it would be the smartest thing to do but a right. lot of these companies will say well you know, we've, we've already got a warning on the package yeah but you got to look for it as opposed right as opposed to having it obvious that either there's nuts inside this thing or that the machinery that put this yeah. uh, processed food together well, yeah. may have that, used nuts in, or in, 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 on something else. That's on the back of the M&Ms, it, regular plain M&Ms. It says this product was produced in a facility that w- also works with peanuts or whatever like that. So you wouldn't right. want to uh, get that. In. We had a janitor in my middle school who died from eating a cookie somebody had brought in. And he he wound up going home. He felt sick, and then he wound up dying of this this it's same serious thing. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, of all the food allergies, that's the, the biggest. Shellfish is another one. Rafi yeah. uh, Gonzalez, he's got a shellfish allergy. I remember him telling me some story where it just like touched a piece of his food or something, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. and his throat started closing up from it. So that those two allergies, I don't know how people haven't decided to make labels for that. Like. Yeah. I remember my my and and you sometimes you don't even know you have these allergies you know, yeah. until like much later in life. Yeah, I remember my mother who never really drank a lot. She didn't, you know, she was yeah. maybe like one, you know, uh, gin and tonic a, a year, but she had gone out with a bunch of friends and they were eating like sh- it was like shrimp scampi dish, and then she had some red wine, which she or white wine, which she knew, usually didn't have. And like her throat started swelling up, or she started breaking out in hives and all that stuff, and she had wow. to go to the hospital. And it was turned out it was because of this interaction between the wine and the seafood that she never knew she had this allergy. So, oh wow, you never know, like you know what you could develop over the years too. They like a sleeping giant inside your body. Oh, that's, uh, that's true. Terrifying. I know, isn't that terrifying? Yeah. By the way, the NFL is scripted, and uh, <laughs> oh Jesus, what what? But the Super Bowl is a false flag operation. I thought we were going back into that. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway.
Uh, yeah, it's 843. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, rainy uh, to begin with and then cloudy with a mix of sun and clouds this afternoon and a high of 50 tomorrow. Mix of rain and snow again with a high of 39. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850, and you too with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, rain tapering off and then uh, mostly cloudy. Uh, maybe see some sunshine this afternoon with a high of 50. Tomorrow, uh, mix of rain and snow again with a high of 39. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, uh, tomorrow, there's a number of things that uh, are going to happen. Tomorrow uh, is going to be uh, open line Friday. I'm uh, warning you now because uh, last week's open line Friday was a little bit uh, a little sketchy. Uh, but this week, so I want you to, to think about what you want to say before you say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no filthy language, no, no, uh, no hate speech, none of that stuff. Have something interesting to say, and that'll happen tomorrow. The other thing that's happening tomorrow is the three of us are doing a road trip to uh, to beautiful Long Meadow, Massachusetts Ooh. for lunch. It's a field trip. It's not really. It's, it's not a that far it's road. a field That's trip. Not, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really a road. I mean, it's right down the street. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna go to Fletcher's barbecue. Fletcher's barbecue to check it out, and I'll be uh, ready to strap on the old feed bag and go to town on the place you know what i couldn't have picked a worse diet on the friday before the week that i'm gonna have that procedure because i'm gonna have barbecue tonight at the loft comedy club oh yeah the barbecue and then i'm gonna go to barbecue tomorrow with you guys for lunch. But yeah. when's the, when's the the dreaded apparatus supposed to hit you? Oh, next week, early All next right. week. Well, you're, early. You're, you're you got a couple days. Listen, you got to load up. You got to load up on protein <laughs> before you get those <laughs> things. You done. need your strength. Oh god. I uh I have to have one scheduled now too cuz I just turned 45 we, years we old. We could have went together. We could have done like a couple's one. Oh, uh, that would have been uh, where we put our uh, you put your one heart like so we can make the heart hands. Yeah, and, they and they put rose petals on the yeah. two benches and you do them side by side. Like like, like uh, Travis Kelsey yeah. did to Taylor Swift when he scored the touchdown the yeah. other day. Yeah. 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 Just the two of us lying yeah. on our bellies with our burning manhole yeah. facing the oh, sky. Oh man. Yeah. You have no idea what <laughs> what a joy and delight that procedure is. Ugh. Well, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> well, th- let me ask you this. Yeah. Because I'm I'm curious. Mm. Do you, even though the process of you know having to do it yeah is a, a bit tumultuous, if you will, yeah. you have to drink this stuff or whatever the Miralax or whatever they give you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it make you feel like? A million bucks that you're cleaned out completely? Let me tell you something. Yeah. Uh, I've done it both ways. Yeah. I've done it where I had to have the entire big jug yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to drink, I don't know, like eight ounces every 15 minutes yes. or whatever the hell it is. Yep. Yep. And by the end of it, it's you're, you're drinking basically just sludge, and it doesn't go down all that well. Right. But it took me 13 cups of it for the first time to go around. And I'm thinking, is this going to work? Is this going to work? And then all of a sudden, ba-boom, the yeah. eagle has landed. Right. And it's like the Hindenburg just blew up. But the, uh, the, 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 there's another way of doing it where you get like two little bottles. Yeah. And you drink those uh, like real quick. And then uh, same thing. It works. You're absolutely right, Steve. You're absolutely clean as a whistle. Yeah. But where it really gets good is you go in, you're put under. You wake up, you feel like completely renewed and yeah, regenerated. That, that's what I'm One of the greatest for. naps you'll ever have, yeah. mm. and you can't leave until you drop an air biscuit right there in the uh, yeah. in the on, See, on the bed. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Once you do it, it's the most satisfying feeling in the world. Like you're done, you're done, and like 
you've 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 really accomplished something. You remember uh, Rich Gustus, the uh, yeah. comedian? I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. years ago, uh, Rich uh, Rich uh, had. Um, I think he has MS or something like that, right? Doesn't he? Like I don't know. I don't. He know. had something, but he was yeah. all about. But but. Well, we he, should share his personal uh, no, medical information because, on the radio. because he talks about it on stage. <laughs> it's not my deal, because he, he has a cane and he walks with a cane. But he but he was talking about the natural. I'm not the other guy. <laughs> I got a buddy who likes to give out HIPAA uh, violent HIPAA laws. Um, but he was talking about like these natural things that he did. And he and then we sit down like before a show one night, and he talks about how he had a colonic, which is oh the thing with the, I've always wanted to try one of those. Too. Yeah, and I said, how was that? And he goes, oh, euphoric. And I'm like, because they irrigate you basically. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they're supposed to take out all the toxins in your body. Yeah. But I don't know how much. I mean, can't you just do that with a lot of fiber one bars? You, you you could, yeah. but but you don't eat them. Here's what we yeah. do. Here's what I'm thinking. So we're making our. Fu- oh, oh, I just that just hit me. <laughs> just figure it out. They're not suppositories, Bex. A fiber one bar. Anyway, well, no ahead. wonder they taste so terrible. Oh, oh hey. no, I think I think you mean the fiber two bar. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one you got to stay away from. What were you gonna say though? I we keep talking about all these little field trips, you know. Yeah. So we have barbecue. <clears throat> We got the zoo. That's got to come up when the weather gets nice. Wait, we're gonna have to plan a, a, another lunch somewhere. Someone contacted me from Mystic and yeah. said when the weather's a little better, we can go down and hang out with the whales. Oh, well, there you go. I think if someone out there has a colonic place, the three of us should go get colonics. We should get Sonic, then get a colonic. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, yeah. Sonic, Sonic colonic night. night. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I would yeah. not, uh, I, but uh, you let it not be like <laughs> one and the same. Like you're doing it both in the same spot. Yeah, or combine them and just have somebody roller skate up to you while you're laying on that bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure that you're okay on roller yeah. skates while you're doing this procedure? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty uh, iffy, but. Hey, uh, we got we got something to give away. Oh, we? in fact, we do. It is a uh, Thunderbird Thursday, after all. the uh, The Springfield Thunderbirds are going to be at home this Saturday against the uh, the Providence Bruins. I believe the game is a sellout already. We got a four pack of tickets for on the ice, uh, or or you know by the on the glass. Uh, four hats, four koozies, four stickers, and a Thunderbirds drawstring bag to put all of that stuff inside of it. No, no I believe they put you actually on the ice, and you have to like stand there and wait for the uh, the puck to go around you. No, yeah. I don't believe they put anyone in harm's way with a with a uh, with a puck that's traveling at 150 miles an hour know, towards Nate, your head. You know, last time Nate Costa was in here, he was like, "No, it's the new fan experience. We put you right in front of the goal." <laughs> Tenth caller right now at two nine three one zero two one wins all that stuff. Good luck to you. It's uh, 8.57 with Bax and Nagel and Marty on Rock 102.